Welcome, welcome, everybody tuning in from everywhere across the globe. It is Gas Present Sports for the Culture, the sports show that hits on so many levels, so deep. Um, you know what time it is. It's uh, Scruff Line. I'm your host for the evening. I'm going to go ahead and introduce the squad. Uh, top right, introduce yourself. At Bryce XXV double I. Back at it, fellas. Good to be here. You know, NBA opening night, so it's lit. Ton of NFL topics to get to. Hey, and I think we're gonna get to uh, what, some trending, some uh, some of the top trending things in the world right now. So yes, I'm excited sir. for that one. I'm excited for that one. Let's get it rolling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I guess you're not in the corner. You're just bottom today. I'm bottom. I'm bottom. Yeah. Hey, team boogie, man. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a good show. Wash your hands. Stay clean out there. And uh. Hold on, I got a little extra for you. Got a little extra for you. Got a little extra for you. Introduce yourself. Okay. Um, take color all you and um, make sure to um, talk to the camera. Make sure to stay in the house and wear your mask, even though coronavirus is super annoying. Right. And stay safe. Take color and make sure stay safe. Stay safe out there. Hold on, hold on. Come back, come back, come back, come back. Okay. What, uh, what sports you play? Football and basketball and I want to uh, what, what basketball team you play for? TD Bowl 7. What position you play? Combo Garden, wherever the coach needs me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, like that. Appreciate that. <laughs> like oh, that. I, got one more, I got one more for you. I got one more for you. Hello, everybody. Grab a seat. Hello. Grab a seat. Talk to him. Um, my name is Timothy Aldrin. I'd like for you to call me Tim. Um, I have a YouTube okay. channel. I hope you guys can go ahead and check that out. What's the it's name called, of your channel? It's called Kozaros. You can spell it out um K-A-O-H space Z-A-R-A-S. What you do on your channel? Well, it's most of it's mostly a gaming channel, but I upload all sorts of content like apps, stop motion, Lego, videos. It's more of a mixture. Alright. What else you got to say to the people? Um stay safe out there, make sure to wear your mask when you're going anywhere. And yeah, that's really all. Uh, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Those are my kids, man. Since we are out of school, they are up. They are usually in bed when we do the show, but they are up today. So I just wanted to introduce them to the world. And uh, let's get this show on the road, baby. Yes, yes sir. Man, I love yes, that. Sir. Man, I love that. Hell of an intro, fellas. Hell yeah. yeah. Young content creator out here, young young baller. He said, yeah, I'm man. a combo guard or wherever the coach needs me. <laughs> gotta love that answer. Gotta love that yeah, answer, man. He got his own little YouTube page. You know what I'm saying? He got about 60 subscribers. So, you know, if you got kids, follow them. They, you know, kids stuff on it. Yeah, and I heard, uh, I heard, I heard Tim talking about uh, the gaming, man. We actually just finished an interview uh, with uh, my guy, Jeremy Babb from RSN Esports, man. This guy is doing huge things in the DMV area with the esports. So y'all should definitely check that out, especially if you got youth or young ones or even yourself and you want to get involved in esports, you think you're nice on the sticks. We got y'all covered. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's jump into it. I mean, uh, shoot, we'll be jumping right into the NFL uh, takes for the weekend, right? I mean, yeah. what's your biggest takeaway of the weekend? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I got, I'll jump right in and, and get mine. We fresh off the Monday night. I'm, I just can't help but feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
ever since I came on here and said that the Pittsburgh Steelers were the best team in football, they've been the most beatable team in football. So they went from <laughs> undefeated to the most beatable team in football. The Pittsburgh Steelers can't can't buy a win right now. Oh my God. Um, I just wanted to start off with that. I got nothing else to add. There's no analysis along with it. I'm just just shocked, man. Uh, they were looking like the most powerful team, and now they're looking like an easy out in the playoffs. They're obviously still going to make the playoffs, but, man, they were talking about, like, they were about to win, like, two, you know, three straight, you know? I don't know, man, how quick they could fall, man. It's a, it's, it's an interesting league, man, any given Sunday, if you will. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point, man, and – um that's, it it kind of leads towards my point. I won't bring it up just yet, but um, you know, you really want to be peaking this time of year. Um, there's a few teams out there that are really peaking this time of year. Pittsburgh is going the entire opposite way. Um, anytime your fan base is calling for the backup quarterback this time of year, it's a bad sign going into the playoffs. I know they have some injuries, but the fan base is complaining about coaching. It's just it's just a bad sign, man. And if if I, I heard over the weekend. Basically, like, if you need a good backup quarterback, you need a good starting quarterback. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? For the fact that people are talking about Mason Rudolph right now when this should be Big Ben's show going into the winter, um, it just shows, man, I, I don't know how much noise they can make in the playoffs. I mean, they're going, but I don't know what they'll do when they get there. It's not looking good for them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not looking good for them for sure, but I, I still think they've got a shot, you know, I actually saw a graphic during the game that the last team to start off undefeated the way they did and then lose three games and end up 11, 11 and three the way they're doing, went on to win the Super Bowl. I want to say it was the Rams, maybe I can't remember who it was, but the, whatever that team was went on to win the Super Bowl. And uh, it goes to show you, I mean, the ebbs and flows of seasons happen. And when you start off 11 and 0, you don't have any of those ebbs and flows. No matter how pretty or ugly some of the wins were along the, along the way, they were 11 and 0, people saw through their flaws. Now their flaws are on display. Hey, my guy, Rome has been freed. It's lit. But now, now their flaws are on display, and uh, teams are picking up on those. And I think the blueprint, the formula has been out there since the Ravens played them tough. Uh, the Washington football team used that same formula. And, you know, rinse and repeat in the NFL, you see something that works. Now we're about to find out what the Steelers really got because now it's time for them to switch up their game plan, which they started to do at the end of the, at the, end of the Cincinnati game. A little bit, not enough, obviously. But uh, now, now we'll really see if uh, if they peak too early or not. I just think they're getting their, all their ebbs and flows of the entire season. They're all on display all at once. I think it's something they can still bounce back from and still uh, go look strong going into the playoffs. But we'll see how that unfolds. I'm always of the mindset that um, you know everybody loses, right? Nobody goes through life undefeated. Uh, but it's it's about how you lose, and I feel like the Steelers are losing in a way that it it, it just doesn't sit right with me. Like, they're getting punked out there. They're getting beat up. The other team's talking trash. They're not playing with energy. And I, I know you're saying ebbs and flows, momentum, swings, things like that. But, you know, three times in a row when the other team kind of just physically dominates you. I mean, it, you saw what happened to Juju. Typically, you would want to see one of your guys, you know what I'm saying, step up and get a, a big hit like that back and maybe even take a flag. But I feel like the, the Steelers kind of got are getting punked and – uh, we saw that with the Ravens in last season towards the end. It kind of started like Derrick Henry and the Titans punked them when they put them out of the playoffs. So I, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in what I'm saying. Maybe they can turn around, but sometimes it's really about how you lose, man. They're, they're not really losing gracefully. They're not really – I mean, I don't know, man. Just 
you can't go out there and get beat up. I feel that. All right, fellas, sorry for the wait. You know, I had to pull a quick Lamar Jackson. I wanted to get it out the way, not do it in the <laughs> middle of the show, you know. Oh, um, but I'm here now, man, and I'm loving what I'm hearing about the Steelers. My only real input that I got to throw into this is uh, I said this at the beginning of the year. I said the Steelers would fall off at the end of the year. They'd fall apart. And lo and behold, my my prophecy is 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 coming to, coming to fruition. I mean, th- let's be honest, man. Let's just get to the nitty-gritty. The Steelers got to move on from Big Ben. That's really that's really what it is. Steelers fans, you might not want to talk about it yet. You might not want to hear it yet. But y'all got to move on from Big Ben, man. Look at your division. You got Baker who's coming along. You got Lamar and Joe Burrow's coming back. Y'all want to hold on to old man Ben for what? Every every December, the same thing happens. He starts to fall apart. It's time to move on from Ben Roethlisberger. If the Steelers want to be a serious contenders. They got a good young team. They got to get the quarterback right. Yeah, I feel you. I'm surprised. Honestly, Ben Ben's been playing at a high level. I know a lot of people had him ranked pretty high, uh, going going you know for for a while this season. But um, you know, me personally, I, I probably would have moved on from him a while ago. But you know, that's I got that rep. You know, that that's that's my <laughs> rep, man. <laughs> yeah, we we know Scruff would have moved on. <laughs> you know, I'll get too attached. And I don't get too attached, man. We 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 we'll, we'll move on real quick. Uh, so I might as well just go ahead and get in my next point because uh, it pertains to that. Uh, man, my, my biggest takeaway from the weekend really for me is uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's an NFL quarterback. Um, that's my biggest takeaway of the, of the weekend. I think he's an NFL quarterback. I think he proved it. Uh, people said he couldn't pass, and he passed at a pretty high level. He went toe-to-toe with Colin Murray, who uh, many believe is probably the top building block young quarterback, I think most people would say number one fantasy football draft pick for a couple people in this room. So I think they understand that Colin Murray is that kind of talent. So when you go toe-to-toe with a guy like Colin Murray uh, on the NFL level, I think it shows that you can keep him hang. Um, so I was, that's my biggest takeaway is that Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback. Not not so fast, not so fast, my guy. <laughs> not so fast. He did have an impressive performance, but Colin Murray does not play cornerback or safety. He's not a defensive back. And the Cardinals all year have really been just just average at best as, as a passing defense. And Patrick Peterson isn't the guy that he once was. He he, he lit him up, right? You 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 got to play the people that are on your schedule and at the front of you. He did what he was supposed to do. But I'm not going to crown him just yet, um, and especially not in his first season. Let 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 these teams get more tape on him, and let's see what happens here too. Let's not crown him yet. Let's not crown him. Yeah, see, I, I think I think you you hit the nail on the head right there with the with the tape. Once NFL teams really key in on what he does well and what he doesn't do well, it could be a different story. Jalen got some talent though. I think everybody you know knew that. At least I knew that coming in. Uh, you know, you can you can go ahead and check my uh, you know my my big board from last year's college draft to find out about that. I I knew I knew he would be nice, but I think he does have limitations. And he will continue to have limitations early on, uh, especially as a passer. Uh, but he's definitely got the type of skill set, man. He'll, he'll be able to develop in one of those top guys if it's done properly. You see the Eagles seemingly had a top guy. Well, now we can debate if that was done properly because Carson went to all of a sudden it was like he's falling off a cliff. So, I mean, the same way that Carson Wentz is a starting NFL quarterback, <laughs> Jalen Hurts may very well be a starting NFL quarterback. <laughs> Uh, how good of a starting NFL quarterback you have to be seeing. 
Yeah, yeah, Scruff, I don't I don't really get your statement. I mean, like Jalen Hurts is a starting NFL you. quarterback. I mean, last week Dwayne Haskins was a starting NFL quarterback. Nick <laughs> Mullins has started some games this season. I mean, it's not it's not a, a big prophecy there. You're not really stepping out on a limb. I see where you're trying to go. You want a limb? You, you, you want a limb? You want a limb? You want a limb to be stepped on? I was, was going to come on lightly. I was going to come on lightly. But wrong. since you like, you like, you, you the type of person that likes crowning people. So you, I'm going to go, I'm going to bring the tape back. I wish we could do a rewind right now of some old, old, old footage of you crowning somebody, a young quarterback with no experience at the pro level. A uh, young man named Tua Tagalabola, Tagalabola, <laughs> or however the hell you pronounce that shit. All I know is Jalen Hurts had three touchdowns, three hundred thirty-eight yards, and one hundred two passer rating. Uh, Tua has has never he has never had a three touchdown game at the NFL level in any of the games that he's played. And people were ready to crown Tua, but people are saying that Jalen Hurts needs more time or whatever or whatever. I'm just saying, like, if we're ready to crown Tua, then like you know what I'm saying, like I'm I'm ready to go out and say. I'm ready to go out and say that Hertz is a, Hertz is a better is gonna have a better career than Tua. That's Why you got a man name like that though, man? Tua Tagal Like my man Rick Ross said, Tua Tagal Hey, I'm glad you I'm glad you stepped out on a limb. I asked you to step on a limb, and you definitely did it. Uh, my guy's going to the playoffs this season. He'll he'll be there. Tua will be there. When okay. Jalen gets there, then we can start comparing them. But it's definitely Bro. too early to cr- to crown to crown Jalen at all. Jalen got in because Carson was stinking it up. Right. Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing great. Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing wonderful, and they were like, "Nah, two is the guy. Two is the man." So I mean, it, 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 the proof is kind of in the pudding. But I think we need to give Jalen Hurts a little bit more time, maybe a full season, maybe actually let him come into the season being the man. And not the guy who's gonna replace somebody who was once the man and fell hey, off. You know, you know who Tua re- reminds me of, and um, he may never live up to this, but um, how they're grooming him reminds me of uh, Russell Wilson. Like you, you, you came into a team that has a solid defense, and we know we need to protect this young quarterback, so we're gonna run the ball. And uh, I, I'll even give Tua this feather in his cap. Bill Belichick is known for destroying rookie quarterbacks. He just beat he just beat Bill Belichick last week. Now he, he only threw for one forty five and twenty passes, a, a little bit of check down Charlie, but he managed the game and he won. And like you said, Nick yeah. Mullins is out there starting. There's a couple other guys out there starting that they they can't win. You know they turn the ball over. There, he's proven himself so far to be a winner. Hey, we put we put too much emphasis on quarterback stats. Way too much emphasis on quarterback stats, yards and touchdown passes. That stuff is 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 not as important as y'all make it out to be. The the Steelers just lost to Ryan Finley, who threw for 89 yards. 89 yards. That's a horrible performance as an individual. But you know what? He got a W on his QB win-loss record. Like Alex Smith does not throw for yards and touchdowns and all that. But Washington all of a sudden went from a joke to the first place to possibly hosting a playoff game. Not because my man was throwing for 300 yards and four touchdowns with no interceptions. That Pat Mahomes stuff is nice, but you can win games the way Tua does. Yeah, you're you, you using an argument and just be trying to spin it however you want. Because last week, when Jalen Hurts, when Jalen Hurts got the dub against the Saints, a great team, you discounted the win with saying that he didn't throw for more than 200 passing yards. Now I didn't he throws for 300 pla- 
I'm I say y'all. Whatever. <laughs> Whoever wanna claim it can claim it. Now he goes out there and throws for three hundred plus passing yards, three touchdowns, and he gets one on the ground. And you're saying, oh, stats don't really matter that much. Now I'm saying, you can't have it both ways. That's what I'm saying. Just, just come, just, 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 you know, man, keep that same energy, man. I'm, I'm start taping y'all. Actually, I got y'all on tape, so just, 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 just be careful what y'all say. Hey, so Hurts, by and large, had a much better game than my man Dwayne, who had a bad game, and he still went out and celebrated anyway, man. So Bryce, I know you feel some type of way about this situation, especially given the way it's all unfolded, man. Like. I, I gotta know, man. What's, what's everybody's thoughts on this on this Dwayne situation? Man, I, I go I go two ways on the Dwayne situation, man. First, <laughs> first way I just ask why, man? Why, why, Dwayne? Why are you in the uh, in the strip club right now, man? What, what, what's going on, man? It didn't like a strip club to me personally. I've been to a lot of strip clubs. It was a party yeah. bus. I've been inside a lot of strip clubs. Yeah, look, look more like a little party atmosphere going on in there, you know. Look like the strippers were a part of the party, not necessarily a strip club. Big difference there, big difference there. So I, it was not as bad as it might sound, but at the same time, I mean, you're, you're fresh off a loss. It's not a good optic. It doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. Then on the other hand, man, I look at it. This guy's what, 22, 23 year old kid. Guy got just got money. You know, he's living his life. At the end of the day, life goes on regardless of the circumstances surrounding the game, regardless of the pandemic itself. Life goes on and people are going to enjoy their lives, especially the young people, especially the young people. Dwayne Haskins is a young guy. Do I want to see that from my starting quarterback? Absolutely not. Does it make me question his leadership ability and his judgment? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm questioning his maturity, of course. But at the same time, can I blame him? You know, can I throw can I throw stones at him because of that? At first, I felt like I should, but now just thinking about it, I can't. I can't because I get I get it. I get it all the way from all angles. Nah, right, for, before T and Scruff bury Dwayne, because I'm sure that's the angle they're gonna go. Let me just let me just chime in real quick. Um, like I get it, I get it. Everything Bryce said was right. You know, like you just lost the game. What are you going to celebrate for? That doesn't really make much sense, regardless of you celebrating at Chuck E. Cheese. Or stadium, you know, you just lost. What are you celebrating? So that's number one. But then after that, I'm mad at Shorty, bro. Like, why? Why are you clout chasing, posting my man and like do it? Like, like he came to your birthday party. Like, let's let's keep it real. I'm not gonna say her homegirl's IG. We don't need to, you know, all start hating on her. I know a lot of Washington fans already started doing that. But uh, like you, you chasing clout. Like you didn't need to put Dwayne in, in the picture at all. He was already at your birthday after a loss. He he. Should have turned your ass down and been like, yo, I, I'm not partying tonight. I just do two picks. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to sit my ass down. I'm going to watch this film. And you can, you know what I'm saying? You can throw some ones if you want to. I'll holler at you next time. So, first of all, I got the biggest problem with her, all that clout chasing. Really, this whole generation of IG models that do these things, it's ridiculous. But then that always also leads me back, right back to him. You got to make better decisions on and off the field. You shouldn't even be in a situation to where you can be filmed in that situation because you know you're going to get the heat. You got to know you're going to get the heat. And then if you don't know you're going to get the heat, now I'm questioning your maturity and your judgment. It, it all comes into question. So this is one of them things where if there was no pandemic, it's probably a non-story because you can go to the strip club and not have a mask on. Now there's this whole, oh, you, you didn't have your mask on. So now the, the league can fine you for it. So then we're going to twist it into more of a thing of, 
not only did you not have a mask, but you went to the strip club after you lost. So you're a bad leader on top of all that. So I just feel like, you know, if this was 2019 and something like this happened, this picture wouldn't have, have caught so much steam. So if I had to place the blame on someone, it's homegirl. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's about blame, man. It's an unfortunate situation. I feel, I feel, I feel what Bryce just said. You know, I understand the situation on all levels because I do. You know, Dwayne Haskins is a 23 year old, you know, young man. You know, really just in the first year, second year of his career. You know, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to be doing the type of things that he was doing in the first or second year of my career. Or third or fourth or fifth, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> but that's another story, man. The, the point is, man, the point is the optics, man. And that's 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 where Dwayne Haskins failed in this situation was the optics. Because it's, it seems from my perspective that Washington isn't really going to go forward with Dwayne Haskins as the future quarterback for the franchise. With that being said, number one thing that Dwayne Haskins should be focused on is – just optics and making sure he looks great for the next job, you know, because we don't want this to be the last opportunity he's had. Cause I think this kid's talented. I think he could be an NFL quarterback. I mean that, but um, it's not a good look. Cause now to your future employers, you look like, Hey, look, you're out here celebrating after a loss. You're out here violating the protocol, you know, so you're celebrating and then it's a pandemic on top of that. So you're celebrating after a loss and it's a pandemic, you know, but also then another whole nother element. No one's even mentioned. Sometimes, Getting drafted by your hometown team, it's a blessing, right? It's like a dream come true. But sometimes being in the environment when you're around people that you grew up with and stuff like that, sometimes it's a little too close to home, man. And when you're 23 years old and you're that close to home, it's easy to be doing close to home activities and things like that. And, you know, showing up at your homegirl birthday, which is probably his homegirl from around the way or something like that. I don't, I don't know. You know, he got blown up on the spot. And then what happens when you, when you mess up? They start highlighting other things he did that he messed up. That's what I was hearing. I didn't even know that he had a situation with a hotel. He had a friend that came into the NFL hotel, and then I believe they were blowing up a spot about that. I'm just like, damn, cuz. You know, they had that under wraps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? So it's unfortunate, man, because he has to get another job, and I hope that he gets another job. That's all I'm hoping for for the kid. So I – my my whole take on this, and I, you guys all made really valid, really great points. Those were all of my take, talking points. You stole them off my notes, I guess. But no, those, those were the like that's the easy stuff, right? But so I'm going to talk about reality. So in, in reality, we know that these NFL players are breaking COVID protocols left and right. You know what I'm saying? And this is not speculation. Like I've personally been around NFL players. Within the last, let's let's say month, let's say month, right? Because you, you can't give too much information. That's how you lose access to that sort of thing. But I've personally <laughs> been around NFL players in the last month that have for sure broken, pro, not more than just COVID protocols, right? So I'll I'll say this though, they had the the wherewithal, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The wherewithal to not be filmed, like they 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 understood that my my profession. I'm not in a profession where I can just be out here. With, on everybody's camera phone, right? So I understand he's young, he's caught in a moment, but this is to me, this is an easy read. This is first and ten, it's eight in the box. Check out of your run. If the coach called, he him has down, trouble doing that. He has it's trouble a, doing that. It's it's a, it's and, and that and, and that brings <laughs> me back to quarterback play, right? Because your decision making off the field isn't always indicative of who you are on the field, but far as I can tell, it looked pretty. You can't diagnose what's going on. 
you don't understand that these are women that they make a living off of clout. This is how they make their money. The same way you make your money playing football. You can't figure that out. You're you let them film you. Like every situation does not. I know it's 2020 and everybody has a phone and a camera everywhere, but every situation, especially considering you're a starting quarterback, does not require a phone. And the fact that you let that get out, that's a reflection upon you. I'm not going to hold it against that young lady. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going to hold it against her at all. If she, if she was smart, she would have leaked to the TMZ <laughs> and, and, and got paid if she was smart. But I really think that that's not, like you said, that's not what you want to see out of uh, a star player in any sport, not just a quarterback. You Just better decision-making. And if you can't make simple decisions like that off the field, like you said, man, it's it's an optic situation. You just lost a game. You can't make a simple decision like that. I'm not even saying don't go. I'm not even saying wear your mask, even though you should. I'm just saying you didn't have enough sense to not get filmed. You didn't have enough sense to say, everybody, I can't, I'm not supposed to be here. Don't take any pictures. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. We know that they're breaking protocols, right? We know NFL players are broken Like, How are these guys getting COVID? How are all these teams and all these players getting COVID. It's not too many players having to apologize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, too many guys right. that got to issue a statement. And, and, you're fight, and you're fighting for a job. And, um, you know, it, he, you're a new hire, essentially. Like, anybody new on your job, they come in and they obviously don't know what's going on. You're not going to get behind that man. You're not going to endorse him. So it's not like a new hire, though. He's like a, he's like a guy that's already about to get fired. And then he did some <laughs> right. shit. Right, he, he's not—he's not even. Like, oh, he's he's a worker at this point. Like he hasn't even been there long enough to 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 approach a second contract, and you're you're playing yourself on and off the field out of the contract. So it's not that he can't catch a break; it's that you're literally going out there fumbling the bag. Literally, I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, yeah, man, Dwayne, Dwayne is—he's not—he's not the best decision maker. Uh, I think I think we can. <laughs> We can go ahead and chalk that one up because, uh, I mean, he's, he's shown it time and time again now. That You know, I, I was the biggest fan of the guy, man. I've been rooting for the guy since day one. But it is what it is, man. I think it's time for the Washington football team to go ahead and move on, look towards the draft for their next, their next QB. Yeah, I'll, I'll second that. And I just just cut the tag on my on my Haskins jersey. So a whole lot of disappointment over here. Hey, I told you I not to do it, man. I don't know why. You can wear it to the strip club. Hey, that's that's a great idea, man. Maybe I can get the same stripper. <laughs> don't let her feel you're you're man. Yeah, there won't there won't be no cameras on me though. I can promise you that. <laughs> and you're right, T. That's that's honestly the best point you made, man. Like, even I have enough sense to not get filmed in a damn strip club, and it really doesn't even matter if I get filmed in the strip club. <laughs> like, right. Man, about getting, you're gonna get the thing is, man, it's 2020, man. You're gonna get filmed. You, you don't go out anywhere and don't get filmed. You know, no, yeah. no, look, you do. It's true. It's true. If you're gonna social event, you might get filmed, but you gotta be, you gotta be in a tight circle, like you know, but keep it on your close friends or something. Keep it on your close friends. It's hard to make excuses for this dude, man, because it happened twice and he got caught two separate ways. Like the first time he got caught, he didn't get caught by the phone, he got caught by the hotel records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This time he got caught by the phone, so it's like. You just violate now. You just violate, and it's and it's clear. The first time, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I apologize to the team. I apologize to the coach. 
My bad, guys. All right, cool, Dwayne. You back. Now, second time you get caught on the phone, it's like, it's just the, the optics are terrible, man. Every every report is saying, and Ron Rivera's immune system is compromised due to cancer treatments. So now you got that, people thinking that about you too. Like, you're compromising your coach who was very sick. It's just, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. And, uh, you know, I'm and the, and the messed up part about it is Dwayne Haskins might have very well turned a corner as far as, like, showing up early, staying late, you know, getting in the playbook. He might have turned that corner. But just one simple mistake like this, and no one cares about that anymore. So I, I, I would honestly be surprised if Ron Rivera gives him the start. If Alex Smith is out, they might, they might pull up that guy, the guy from the practice squad, Steven Montez. They just signed Taylor Heineke. Like they might start one of those guys over Dwayne Haskins, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of wild, though, man. The playoffs are on the line out here. I, Taylor, Taylor Hinnickley, my man was backing people up in the XFL. Like, he wasn't even getting no tick in XFL. <laughs> and Steven Montez, bro, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it really just makes it all the more disheartening that Dwayne messed up in this situation. Like, this was Alex getting hurt and him getting a chance to come back in this season. This was a blessing. It was a blessing, bro. Like, I'm sorry, but you got to turn homegirl down or you should not have gone to that party. Like, there's no way, bro. Like, this is this is your life, your career. We've all highlighted it. Like, T mentioned it weeks ago. Like, Dwayne may never get another chance. And that's sad to say. It might never happen because of all the things that he's done, not just on the field with the decision making, but now off the field. It's just it's all around horrible. Man, Dwayne, Dwayne would love to be a great quarterback. I believe that. I really believe he would really love to be a great quarterback, but I don't think he wanted that much, man. I I believe he would love to be it, but I don't I'm starting to question how much he wanted. Cause you know, at the game like that, if you really, really want it, I mean, maybe that's your way to blow off steam. You know, people have crazier ways. But if you really, really want it, I don't think you're in that situation. Yeah, man. Let's, I, let's get off this talk, know. though, man. I, I, I disagree with y'all, but I'm, I'm not gonna keep dragging. I'm gonna let y'all keep dragging this guy. You feel me? I disagree with y'all. I'm just like, what the fuck? He don't want it because he's wanting to want to blow off some steam after the game, whatever. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like we all are doing some situation. We're not social guys. We're just with the wrong people, bro. Make some wrong choices. He made a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a bad look. You know, his time's up now, unfortunately. But you know, I think the kid's talented. You know, I think he could be a starting quarterback. I just don't think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get another chance, bro. Scruff, scruff. You know, how would you feel if, if I mean, you guys got Jalen Hurts, right? But if 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 you're a GM and the, mm-hmm. the 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 coach from college says he's a bad decision maker off the field, like does that is that the one? Like, is that your guy? Is that is that is that noted? Is that is that what the coach said? Yeah, like you do you hold that against him if they say he's a bad decision maker on the field. I mean, off the field. If the coach says that? Yeah, if the coach, a college coach tells you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would <laughs> I would take that into consideration. Yeah. Kyle, the coach was with him for four years. You know? So, the, the, kid, I mean, the coach would know. But it, one little picture or whatever, Shorty's Instagram, too, that doesn't tell me he doesn't though. want it, that doesn't tell me he's not a hard worker, that's bullshit. It tells me that he's made too many mistakes, though. You can't, right, you can't right. keep making these but, mistakes and having these perfect interviews. Because, I, I, like I said, man, I just popped the damn tag on this guy's jersey. Like, I've been waiting, bro. Like, I've been waiting. Like, the guy says all the right things in the interview, and then he goes and does this. Or he says, you know, I've been, I've been first in the, in, the, in the film room, last leaving the film room. And then you throw a pick 
where the corner is able to drop off in coverage because you didn't read it right. Like you can't you can't say that you're doing these things and then make the same mistake. You see what I'm saying? Like if if I tell my child, you know, you need to do the dishes, and he says, All right, I'm gonna do the dishes, and then hours go by and the dishes don't get done, but he keeps saying he's gonna do them, that, that requires discipline. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like Dwayne has has failed, bro. Like he's he is 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 done. It's done. And I hope he gets a, a chance somewhere else, but it's probably done altogether. Like he's he's looking like a Geno Smith. And, and he honestly, he might turn he around. Yeah, oh, my he, 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 my bad, but he could come out. He could come out this week, and he like, and he, if he gets to start this weekend, he is very well in him, like to go for three hundred in a touchdown. Like he has that type of arm talent, and it wouldn't surprise me if he put up three hundred, a touchdown or two. You know, maybe a pick. You know what I mean? But it, like three hundred yards from him wouldn't surprise me. But what would surprise me? What did surprise me when we got the captain at the beginning of, you know, at the beginning of the season. So I was like, yo, maybe he's been putting in that work, you know? So when it came down that, like, he wasn't in the playbook, he wasn't staying late, he wasn't doing the little things that Coach Rivera wanted to see, it's just like that is also a part of what we're talking about, Scruff. You know, we're taking that into account as well. We're not just taking this one incident into account. We're taking this whole season, this whole sample size we've had with the guy, and, you know, you still – you. You start to question if he was worth that 15th pick, that's for sure. I mean, it's even more than just this this season. His first W, taking the selfie. You know what I mean? Like, Dwayne has had a ton of immature moments, and I have <laughs> I've always stood by him. But it's like you it, – it starts to pile up. We got Ron Rivera in here. He's not going to go for it. So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this to end it. If Dwayne gets a chance to start next week, that will be his last chance, like guaranteed. Once Alex Smith is healthy, Dwayne will not start for Washington. So whatever he gets, if Alex isn't healthy and he gets another chance to start, that's going to be filmed for another team, and he's going to have to be perfect from now until he signs with that other team. Hmm. Yeah, this is crazy, man. It's crazy because, just like I said, he's a quarterback, so, you know, he don't get that chance again. But, you know, I've seen plenty of dudes that was bums like Nelson Aguilar and now Nelson Aguilar is lighting it up for the Oakland Raiders. He's having a season of his life. I'm just saying. He stunk it up for years. It was, it was, you know, whatever. Uh, anybody else got any NFL takeaways before we move on to uh, something more festive? Um, I just wanted a quick, quick, really, really quick takeaway that I had. Um, basically, you know how we said Steelers are going the wrong direction? Titans and the Colts are going in the right direction. Both teams have won four out of their last five. And that you want to be peaking right now, they are peaking. I know we're talking about the Chiefs. I know we're talking about, uh, you know, a couple other hot teams. But, like, those guys are doing the right thing at the right moment. And you might want to throw some money down on them in Vegas. But that's my quick takeaway. Okay. Okay. I definitely yeah, like I the Titans this time of year. Derrick Henry is a bad man. I don't know if y'all seen that meme going around. Talking about if you or a loved one has been assaulted by Derrick Henry, <laughs> please call the hotline, bro. <laughs> Derrick Henry been going off, man. He is not the kind of guy you want to tackle in December. Actually, I saw that on your IG. That's a, that was a good one. But I forgot. Don't end up, We're not going to end this NFL segment without talking about fantasy football, man. If you're in the gas sports league, let me run through that real quick, man. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my man, um, my man father first, man, my man hands, because – he told me before this season started, man, before the draft, he told me he would win it. He told me he would win it. 
And this is a 18 team league. Before the draft, he told me he went about 200 players deep and ranking these <laughs> players. Hey, my man, about it. Like, I love like, that. Like, like, it's it's kind of hard to fathom, right? Two hundred, about 200 players deep to ranking his players, and he he put in the work. He did the diligence. Uh, you know, if you're in that group chat, he he's been active the entire time, and the, the boys in the chip. He, he knocked off Big Shirley for the upset, and he's in the oh, chip. Damn. Yeah, he, he's in he's in that chip. Um, and I want to say he's playing. I got it right here. He's playing. Looks like KB Clutch. So that's Kev, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the big gas sports championship. Last man standing. It's been Last a, man standing. It's been a great gas team. Yeah, yeah, man. It gas. came down to a fan versus gas member. A fan versus gas. No, oh, he it. also made the point to tell me to tell you guys that he beat every single gas member during the season. He didn't be. He, he, he squeaked by me. He squeaked by me, and I'm saying I don't remember playing him. I don't remember playing him. Rome, you you said you didn't play him, but um, that's that's the flip side of that's the flip side of this segment. So um, this is the first league I've been in where they have a uh, a toilet bowl chip. You know, except for the guys that didn't make the playoff. <laughs> so hey, the, the, the way the, the way the toilet bowl bracket works is every team that doesn't make the playoffs, the team with the lowest score in head to head advances in the bracket. And um Rome, you're in the toilet bowl championship and you're battling it out to see who's the worst team in the league. <laughs> How did that even happen, bro? How did that even see um, I stopped paying attention when I didn't make the regular playoffs. You you lost you lost to Tylo by uh looks like less than a point. And you're you're now headed towards your first toilet bowl championship. Hey when the when the league started I said I would be champion. I didn't say which champion. And and <laughs> actually, you're going against your boy, uh, Chris Holt. Hilarious. <laughs> your, your, your trophy, your trophy, your trophy is a can of rice, oh man. So even, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my guy, man. So either you or Chris um taking home that great poop emoji. So uh shout out to y'all too, man. It takes really effort to be that bad. <laughs> takes a lot of effort to be that bad. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, well, one thing I want to say about the Gas Fantasy League, I've never done an 18-man league. This was a ton of fun. Shout out to all the Gas members, all the fans that joined us. I look forward to doing it again next season for sure. Um, I don't remember Hansel beating me. I will double-check that. And I will stay true to my word. I said at the very beginning of the Gas League, any non-Gas members that beat me, I owe you some merch. So DM me. Holler at me on Twitter. You see the at sign right there, YoungRome22. I will hook it up. Uh, but I'm pretty sure only 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 one non-gas member beat me, so we'll we'll double check that. Okay. Yeah, man, you had quite the year, Ron. We we didn't forget about the. Uh, well, I don't even know what the, what the what the word was for that for the uh, transgressions that had gone on during the season. <laughs> <laughs> no collusion, oh, oh, no collusion, bro. Like, all that, all that because fantasy football is is, is a karmic sport, you know. And that's why you're in the toilet right. bowl, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny as hell, because, bro, I swear, every time I pop shit in fantasy football, I end up losing, bro. So my new, my new rule is I don't pop, I don't pop no shit until the, until the playoffs are over, until the game is over, until my all my games are completed. Because every time I do, I just say one word about my team during the, during the game. I'm taking the L, man. I do. I do want to end it on this note. 
there was two divisions, the gas division and then the fans. The gas panelists um, had better win-loss record than the fans. Um, might be indicative of us knowing our stuff a little bit, just a little bit, but a uh, small sample size. So let's run it back next year and, and let's see if we can um, beat the fans again, man. Sure. Yes, sir. Well, y'all know what time it is, man. It's, 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 it's Christmas week, man. I know it might not feel like it, but it's the Christmas season. You feel me? It's the season of giving. You know what I'm saying? T's feeling festive. He's actually legitimately a clone of the Black Santa emoji. Gonna <laughs> get real festive, brother. But yeah, man, it's 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 that time of year, man. I know certain you know traditions and whatnot. You know, we got around the holidays. You know, kind of different this year with the COVID and stuff. But you know, usually I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm a Christmas Eve gift opener. I know people think that's kind of weird. But um, you know, I open my gifts at midnight. You feel me? I don't. I don't wait till that Christmas morning shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't got time for that. As soon as the clock strikes, you feel me? Santa made his made his visit. You feel me? But uh, yeah, man. So I'm just thinking about uh Christmas and just reminiscing. Uh, so what y'all think, man? What's the best time to open gifts, man? Christmas morning. Well, yeah, y'all some Christmas morning type type folks. Y'all look like some Christmas morning folks. Wait, what's that supposed to mean, man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, definitely Christmas morning for sure, man. It was always a was always a thing for my family. Uh, I don't know though. I, I mean, I wouldn't have minded opening opening a gift at, at midnight. I think I asked my mom that one time. She looked at me and said, "Boy, no." She said, "All right, there. The boy, no." I'm going back to my room. Yeah, man. The way the way I've always done it since I was a kid, and the way I do it for my kids now is we do one on on Christmas Eve. You know, might not be midnight, depending on how late they stay up or whatever. But one Christmas Eve, and then the rest Christmas morning. Um, I, I, I always wanted to get at least one on Christmas Eve, and it's normally you know something that you need but you don't really want. You know what I'm saying? It's not the best gift. You always save the best gift for that morning so you can really get that excitement. You, you kind of send, send the kids to bed like a little bit disappointed. Like, damn, you got me some socks? Like some socks is what I got? Like, like they, be, they be a little bit mad and they wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, that's the PS5. I knew it. So you know what I'm saying? You got, you got to leave them in a little bit of suspense. Word. So best gifts? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I get to give my preference. But I don't, oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't got nothing, I don't got nothing special, man. I'm, I'm a standard, traditional Christmas Day guy. Um, yeah, the morning the morning is always best, man. You take the pictures, you get to, you get to see people unwrapping the gifts in the morning. It, I don't know. It just feels better to me in the morning. So, you know, so that's my little take. But bro, next segment, since I want me to talk a little bit. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying I got shit. I was just about to say, well, <laughs> you were talking about best time to open gifts. What's the best gift y'all ever got? Christmas Christmas song. Best Christmas gift I ever got. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't even think. I'm just leaving. Best Christmas gift I ever got is these Ugg slippers I'm currently wearing right now. Um, <laughs> okay, Brady. Yeah, two two uh two years old, man. Ugg slippers. You know, they're comfortable as heck. Keep your feet warm. You wear them inside, and if you got. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right, let's, let's save my man right quick. All right, I'm going I'm to go ahead and, and, and jump in, man. Um, 
What were, what were we talking about? The best gifts we got for Christmas? They were mid apparently. The man froze mid ug. Oh, he's back. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. I don't even know who we at now. Uh, I don't. I can't think of a the best gift that I got for Christmas. Um, the best gift I ever got was probably when I got my Game Boy Color when I was like 12. But that was a birthday gift. So if we're if I'm thinking Christmas, man, I'm I'm gonna go the emotional route. Um, my two year old was born on December 14th. So I'm gonna just go say that was that was probably the best Christmas present I've ever gotten. The best gift I've gotten around Christmas time was the birth of my son Cameron. Uh, so I'm I'm that's 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 what I'm gonna go with, man, because. I can't think of a, a, a tangible gift, like something, you know what I'm saying, like a toy from back in the day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with my, my son, man, because that was, that was a, definitely a great gift, even though he'd be pissing me off most of the time with his little terrible twos and running around, throwing his diaper off. Shit is crazy, you know. For anybody thinking about having a kid, you know, think about changing those diapers, you know. A lot of people around this time like, oh, kids are so cute. Yeah, 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 they are until they – shit in that diaper throw it all over the damn place and then lay down and go to sleep and you check on them for the nap and you got shit everywhere like the daddy daycare scene <laughs> but yeah I, I with all that said man he was still the best gift that i've gotten for christmas <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up man hey you know what i'm a sagittarius he's a sagittarius i know you got your hands full but that's that's a that's a great <laughs> gift that's a shout out shout out to cam man shout out to cam uh i'm gonna just jump in and um just say my greatest gift because uh my birthday is december 21st the negro solstice of course you know we talked about that last show and um typically i i don't prefer to have huge joint gifts you know so i got a birthday and a christmas just like everybody else i like to separate but um i want to say maybe 2000 year the year 2000 i got a huge gift um, it was six hundred dollars. It was a it was a professional BMX bike. I was playing a lot of Dave Mirror on the Dreamcast, and uh, I, I thought I could do some stunts. You know what I'm saying? All I ended up doing was a couple wheelies. But I, I thought I could get on the vert ramp, do some tail whips, some uh, you know what I'm saying, just some crazy stuff. Just working outside my culture. But my father got me and my brother these six hundred dollar bikes. Uh, I forget exactly what brand it was. I feel bad now because it was a great gift, though. You know what I'm saying? I rode through the neighborhood two miles an hour so everybody could see me. I had the pegs. I had the pegs on the front and the back. My pegs didn't even come off. You know what I'm saying? They was welded to the bike. All my friends like, hey. oh, you still you switch your gears on your mountain bike? All right, watch this. Watch this. Turn my handlebar all the way around. <laughs> you know what I'm but uh, that that was the best. That was the best gift I got. Um, you know what I'm saying? It almost, it almost got me robbed. It almost got me robbed. I had to plead with my man. I was I was a young guy. 2000, I might only been 12. <laughs> a teenager was like, uh, come up off that bike, Slim, try to debo me. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I got out of there. Cuddled on him real quick. I was about to say, hopefully you hope the bike was, was working. The chain ain't snapped for you. Hey, look, look. The crazy part is, the, the crazy part is, at first, I tried to plead with him. You know what I'm saying? He was too big to fight it. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't no dummy. He was too big to fight. I tried to plead with him. Hey, bro, I just got this bike. You can't take it. Like, my father's going to kill me. You know what I'm saying? I kill you, he's going to kill me. So my man was like, I don't know, man. And once I heard that, 
I ain't even need to hear nothing else. I'm out of there. You got to catch me now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got to catch me now. So, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 made, it, I made it home with the bike. And uh, that's that. That, 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 was, that was one of my favorite gifts. That was one of my favorite gifts, if not the favorite. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good one. That's, that's, that's gonna be a hard one to top. I, I think my favorite gift, man, was, was really it's not too close from my uh, from when I was a youngster. Cause nowadays, man, you know, yeah, I don't get no crazy gifts, man. Like I, if I get a Christmas gift, I'm grateful, you know, I, I'm lucky to get it. But uh, when I was a, when I was a youngster, uh, I was probably what 2001 maybe. So I had to be about ten, about ten years old. I got a dog. I got a puppy. And uh, man, that's all only thing I ever wanted. Only thing I ever wanted, man. Scrub, you probably remember my my pup, man. So uh, yeah, she, she bear. Had, yeah, she bear. lived for a long time too. She lived till I was like my first year in college, maybe my second year in college. So she she had a nice little run, about a twelve year, about an 11, 12 year run. And uh, yeah, Rottweiler. Oh man, that was best dog ever, best dog ever. And I I, I want to get another dog now. And just because of her, like I've been thinking about getting a Rottweiler, you know, maybe getting a boy, but maybe sticking with that same breed since that's what I know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what I end up grabbing. Oh, man, that's a go. You know what? I was going to I got a dog for Christmas, too, and I I, I was debating, but I, I ended up going with the bike. But nah, a, a puppy for a boy, I mean, for a kid, for a child. Right. That's that's an amazing gift. It's an amazing. Yeah. gift. Hey, I, I got yeah. a question. Oh, my bad. Wrong. Go ahead, bro. Now nah, I was just gonna say, man, that like you just sold me, bro. My six year old's been asking for a puppy. It's not gonna happen this Christmas, but that's probably gonna be a future Christmas gift. Sounds like yeah, a good you, one. You got it. Go wrong with great, great Christmas gift. I got a question, man. It's, it's for all of us, but especially uh especially my guys on the bottom, man, T T and Rome. So I saw a video yesterday, a little a little prank that they that they got on one of these, you know, these parents pranking their kids. And they pranked the kids, had the kids think they were getting the PS5. Had the box all wrapped up. They tore the wrapping paper off the box. Two kids going crazy when they see the PS5. They open it up. That junk was full of books. <laughs> and the kids was just blown. Parents cracking up. You know, my question to y'all is, would y'all ever pull a prank on anybody when it comes to these gifts? Have them thinking they're getting something. They unwrap that junk all of a sudden. There's nothing. I remember one time back in the day, I packaged a gift uh, that was about this. The gift was only about that big. But I packaged it so many times, had the person thinking they was getting something grand. But uh, would y'all ever pull a Christmas prank? <laughs> funny, funny story. So at my job today, we did Secret Santa, right? And uh, one of the ladies, uh, Vanessa, my homegirl, she was opening her present. And then all of a sudden, her she starts frowning. She looks pissed. She shows everybody the gift. It, inside the, the Under the wrapper is, is a fucking pencil sharpener. It's a box of a pencil sharpener. So she's like, yo, who the hell got me a pencil sharpener? Like, like who who's my secret Santa that got me a, a pencil sharpener? Like, I didn't write this down. I didn't put this on any of my stuff. So everybody's like, yo, keep opening it. Keep opening it. See what's in, inside the box. She's like, it's a pencil sharpener. So eventually she opens it, and it was a candle. And I just thought that shit was hilarious because she liked the candles, what she wanted and all that. But those gag gifts, man, they'd be hilarious, bro. Like, like that's 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 some good shit. So she was mad I don't know about if the I would pencil do it. sharpener, but she was happy about the candle. Well, yeah, it was some scent. You know how ladies love candles, bro. Like she, I, mean, she I, like, was probably... I like candles, but like don't hit on the pencil sharpener. Why do that? I use pens, but you know, you use pencils. I mean, you know, what, what's, you want, you want what, what's a grown sharp. woman going to do with a pencil sharpener? Sharpen some pencils. That mascara, that mascara on sharpener. Facts, 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 facts. 
what y'all think about the uh the white elephant versus the the traditional you know uh the traditional uh I've done a white elephant. That was interesting. It was interesting. I'm a, it was fun. I'm a big white elephant fan, man. And I've came away with some cool gifts, man. Last year, I think I had like a, a uh, this huge hot sauce set that was cool. The last the year before that, I got like a a Hershey's bar that was like this big. Ended up giving it to my kids. So I love white elephant, man, because it, it's competitive. Yeah, you sick with somebody steal your gift? You be real sick with somebody steal your gift, though. You gotta game it. You gotta you gotta pump up the value of whatever you got. Like, man, bruh, you gotta take a bad gift and, and, and make it. You know what I'm saying? Just just bring it to life. Hey, so when you do the white elephant, nobody nobody gets mad. No, hey, I know. I don't know if I should say this on the show, but I know a coworker that to this day does not like another coworker because of the white elephant gift. Uh, yeah, I was say, it, both those can go can go bad, man. I I had two ladies uh, one year. They we had to stop doing it the next year because they they weren't vibing. <laughs> man, wow. you can't keep the spirit, man. My family we tried to do the white elephant. We we had it going for a few years before COVID, but uh, it basically just turned into everybody bringing bottles or lottery tickets just so everybody you know what's happening. Yeah. Nobody's mad when they they leave with a bottle. Yeah. A handful that's of lottery tickets get a chance to win some money, but that's kind of that's what it fair. turned into. Nobody was, nobody was liking no, the original. Hey, that, that that white elephant is a great time for a gag gift, though. Like, so Rome, yeah. you said you had the pencil sharpener one. Uh, the one I seen that um, it was a a bit off Subway sub. <laughs> what? But but look, but you know what I'm saying? If you open the sub, it was a <laughs> like a twenty five dollar Subway gift card. So somebody's opening their gift and then you gotta be like, open the sub though. Open the sub. Bruh. You gotta participate in their gift opening. Why would they look in the sub, bro? Yeah, why would you open the sub? And why would I want the gift card after that, bro? Like, come on. Open the door. Open the door. Look in there. Gift card got mustard on it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like that's wild, bro. And who who gave the gift? My man was like, "Yo, I'm gonna take a bite out of this joint first. <laughs> I mean, before it I give it to him, it could have been a rip, but you know, what I'm saying it was it was definitely something in the sub. You know, what I'm saying it was yeah. definitely in the sub. This is totally off time. Have you ever seen them Jones where they, they cut them off? It'd be like a, it'd be looking like it's like an arm, a tattoo arm, and the dude be cutting it. It'd be, it'd be, it looked like he cutting his arm, but it's really a cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's the sandwich thing. Just made me think of that shit. Hey, actually, I know, I know a girl that uh, that makes cakes like that, man. I know a girl that makes cakes like that. For real, oh, she make she, she make realistic cakes. Yeah, I don't Girl, know. She she's not the best, but she's she's. She's crafting her talent right now. She made a Deadpool cake the other day. That's pretty lit. That's pretty lit. Well, hey man, me tell her make me a cake with like a you know like a like a body like an arm or like a, like. Hey, maybe <laughs> maybe I can get her to make a gas cake. Now that'd be fire. That'd be fire. Once, maybe maybe cake. once we hit that year anniversary. Yeah, we're gonna no, have to make a cake to, to, to look like something. 
I want to. Yeah, look you like got to make those cakes look like uh, like another food. Yeah, got to make a cake that looks like a steak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate those, bro. I hate those videos, yeah. bro. Those videos piss me off. People think it's so satisfying. I look at those videos and like real lines and all that. Why? I'll be like, what? You know that icing nasty. Whenever you can do all that with icing, that's the nasty icing. Hey, that's uh, that fondant, man. It's terrible. Yeah, no boy, it's barely edible. Hey, but let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving because we are a sports show. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, let's, let's get into some NBA talk, man. NBA started tonight. I'm watching it right now. So I apologize if I'm looking away too much. But, you know, we got to keep tabbing what's going on. And uh, with, with the season starting up, let's get into some predictions, fellas. Let's start off with these uh, with, with, with these seedings, East-West seeding predictions before we get into, you know, MVP, all that type of stuff. Matter of fact, nah, 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 let's switch it up. Let's start with the awards. Let's start with MVP. Defensive player of the year, six man rookie of the year. So first will be MVP. Scruff, who you got? I got uh well, I'll just start with saying that they got Luca listed as the favorite to win the award. And I think that that there's like literally like less than 10% chance that that's gonna happen. Um I think that um I think the award winner played tonight. I think that Kevin Durant's gonna make a run at the award. Uh, I think people are sleeping on Kevin Durant. If you're if you're into betting, I would take the Kevin Durant bet on the uh, MVP. It's like a plus twelve hundred or something like that. Go cash in on that. Throw a quick little 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 dub spot on that. I like KD. Um, people forget that KD is one of the best players in the league to win the MVP. Man, the thing Luka Doncic win the MVP, it's not going to happen because he's not going to be the best team in the West. All right, he's not going to be a better record than the Lakers. That's not going to happen. So he's out. In my opinion, he's going to have a great season, yeah. But it, and then the question is, is going to be Giannis again? Maybe. But I think the Nets are going to be the best team in the East this year. Um, and I think KD is going to be the best player on the Nets. And I think that he's going to be – I think he's going to be just as just as dominant in a sense as Giannis. I think it's going to be very interesting. I think he's looked very calm, cool, and um, assassin-like tonight. And I like what I saw from Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant's my pick for MVP. Um, yeah. Man, with that. I, I, I like that, man. I like that. I think that's a good dark horse pick, too. I think with KD, it's all about health at this point, right? That's all it's always going to come down to. He's clearly still ready to dominate. T, who who you got, man? Uh, honestly, man, I haven't gave it a whole lot of thought on the MVP. I like I like the KD idea. I like Luka. Um, I, I don't have a guy right now. Just, just, to, just to be honest with you, I don't have a guy. I'm sorry. I feel it. I feel it. It might be one of those dark horse years, man, where somebody that's unexpected, you know, ends up running with the award. Rome, who are you going with? Hey, man, I got to agree with Scruff, man. Like, I had KD. Um, I think he's going to be out for blood this year. Like, like you said, too, Bryce, if he stays healthy, I don't know. He might run. He might end up running away with it, really. Like, if he stays healthy, um, that's really going to be the biggest question mark to it. And I can't think – it's kind of a muddled field, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you once you go after KD, there's there's some guys that you can start naming. But if I'm if I'm picking with my heart, I'm definitely picking Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys make a compelling argument for KD too, man. He's going to have a lot more uh, – a lot more load on his shoulder just considering the way I think they're going to operate in New Jersey, right? I think it's going to be a 50-50 split with how they have the ball. Uh you know, obviously, the Warriors, when they were at their peak, they were all about moving the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball. There's going to be a lot more ISO basketball in uh, in Brooklyn. I think that suits KD well. 
I think it comes down to Kevin Durant or LeBron James. And uh, I really do think LeBron is salty about not winning it last season. I think he's very salty about that coming in this year. Uh, so I think he's going to go hard. Um, a dark horse, a dark horse candidate, man, who won it a couple years ago. And, you know, he's in he's in a perfect position to, to, to really make some noise. My guy, Russell Westbrook. A lot of people sleeping on a lot. Of, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he's going to win it. But if you, if you if you got 20 bucks and you want to throw it on somebody, this is not a bad, a bad chance and bad risk to take. I mean, the East is always a team always emerges from the East that we didn't expect year after year after year. I mean, I can you show me the top eight in the East every year. I'll show you a team that we didn't expect at the beginning of the season. And this year, Russ's slogan is why not? So, hey, why not, why not the Wizards? Why not Russ going crazy with a triple-double season again? That's enough for MVP. Uh, so let's keep it pushing, man. Defensive player of the year. This is a tough one to gauge. Uh, Scruff, I think I know who you might be going with, man. Who you got? Ha. Um, honestly, Ben Simmons is in the conversation, but I'm, I'm going to go with uh, – personally, I, I, I would go with a guy like Marcus Smart. I think he's due uh, for, for a defensive player of the year award. I think he's in the conversation every year. I think he gets snubbed. Um, I think he's the first team defensive kind of guy. He's the kind of guy that gets up in you. I think this year with the Celtics, I think it's going to be on display again. I think he's going to be in the conversation. I think it just really it can go, it can go anyway. But uh, I like I like I like Marcus Smart, Ben Simmons. Those are two names I throw out there. Yeah, 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 man. It would be interesting to see a to see a guard get the award. I can't remember the last time a guard got the award. Or uh, you know, I, I just I can't remember off the top of my head. Marcus Smart's the best uh, perimeter. To me, he's the best guard, defensive guard in the league. Um, you know, he really gets into you. You know, yeah, really no, plays right. tough, right. gritty defense. You know, if, if you, you got to pick any guard in the league, as you'd say, is like a guy that's like, are right, you going? You want him going against your best player? I think Marcus Smart is that guy, uh, and he's just the energy guy. Just, just you know, he really owns it. You know. And you know, he really just doesn't do anything. Not say he doesn't do anything else, but he really doesn't care about his stats. No, that's he's right. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the best defenders in the league, no doubt, no doubt. Um, T, who you got, man? D, uh, rookie of the year. I'm sorry, defensive player of the year. My bad. You already said that's a curveball. Uh, defensive player of the year. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be a homer this time because I don't think he can get MVP three times in a row, but I do think he can do. Defensive player again, and I, I'm gonna go with Giannis. I think he'll just put up the numbers. I, I'm not sure who can stop him. You know who can keep him off the boards? Who can stop him from blocking shots? You know, what I'm saying I think he'll. Without a jumper, you can still be a defensive presence. And honestly, if you can't shoot, that's what you should do. Affect the game in other ways. So I'm going with Giannis again. Man, that's a good pick. That's a good pick, man. I didn't even think about Giannis, but uh, Giannis can do it all, and he's definitely a menace on the defensive side. Rob, Rome, who you got, bro? Man, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I really wanted to say Giannis. I really did, but then T just said it. So I kind of want to disagree with T just for the sake of argument. So I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis. Oh, okay. You know? And this is this is, you know, off the cuff. So like I I, I like Giannis's chances, but I really like Anthony Davis out in LA, man. Like I feel like without him, the Lakers aren't aren't really gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron's not gonna carry them. So what Anthony Davis does on the defensive side of the ball to allow LeBron, you know what I mean, a little bit of rest. I think that's paramount, and I think he should get the award for that. Because really, it's, it's like a it's like a trickle effect. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 it really it really makes a huge difference on both sides of the ball? 
You know, that make yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think Anthony Davis is due for some some recognition outside of just uh, that championship. I mean, the championship is huge, but uh, everyone's calling that LeBron's team. I watched the uh, opening ceremony. Snoop was on there like, LeBron, win another one. Like, they forgetting about Anthony Davis's contribution. You know what I mean? That was as much Anthony Davis's chip as it was LeBron's. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I mean, Anthony Davis was the only other reason they won that chip. If you had to pick two reasons, this is LeBron and AD. So uh, I think he's I think he's due. Uh, but I'm going. I'm going with my guy. Uh, he had a layoff last season, but my guy Ruby G, man, Rudy Gobert just got the big deal. I know he's going to be striving this season. I know, like he he he, he seems like the type that that earned that contract is going to want to play for it. So I got I got uh, Rudy Gobert. I thought he was going to win the third. You know, I had a chance to win the third straight at the end of last year. He didn't get it done. But I think he comes back. Uh, he just gets so many blocks, man. Dominates the paint. Uh, I got I got I, I got Rudy G taking it. I'm not betting on no Frenchman. <laughs> Matter of fact, if, if, if my recollection serves me, isn't he the first guy that got the COVID? That was yeah, my first man. time. He might be the first guy in anywhere. He might have. I don't know, bro. I don't he know how first, he he the first it. black person that got the COVID. Did he even first get his superpowers? <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. Nah. He might have. He might have, man. He might have. He, he, he already got his. Matter of fact, stretch. Yeah. Hey, man, you gotta give him defensive player. You gotta give him defensive player of the year, man. He shut the whole league down. Right. He put everybody <laughs> in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing, man. Six man of the year. It's a tough one. This is a tough one right here. Do y'all know y'all how well do y'all know the game, man? Scrub, six man of the year, who you got, bro? I got a new competitor, new uh, new blood in the in the name of Six Man. Because if y'all know Six Man, you know that the Six Man of Weird has been it's been it's been the Lou Williams Award is what they should call it. <laughs> That's my Pretty guy, much. Lou Williams. Man. I, I I remember Lou Williams. A little flash. I remember Lou Williams when he was a rookie in the league. He came out South Atlanta High School, was a second round pick by the Philadelphia 76ers. and he didn't get any playing time. Man, he used to he used to give away his headband in the game, and headband didn't have no sweat on it, man. He came a long way, man, and that's one thing I know about Lou Williams is, is he had a lot of time to craft his game. And a very similar player that I see on the come up is Shake Milton. Shake, Shake Milton reminds me a lot of young Lou Williams when he was in Philly. He was crafting his game up. He played a little time in the G, in the G League. If you know about if you don't know about Shake Milton, he went to SMU. He played in Larry Brown at SMU. He's recruited by Larry, coached by Larry. Um, came in the league, put up big numbers in the G League, like 18 points a game, eight rebounds. He was putting up, I mean, uh, eight, eight assists. He was putting up great numbers. He knows how to run an offense. And he came out in the playoffs and put up some – had some pretty big games. He was a big he was a big performer for Philly, a big-time shooter down the stretch for them. Doc Rivers should remember him. He, he put up a career high against Doc Rivers. Now Doc Rivers has a chance to coach him. I think Shake Milton is going to be a guy that you can look out for coming off the bench, averaging maybe 16, 17 points a game off the bench. I see him as the primary facilitator off the bench, other than obviously Ben Simmons being the starter. But he's more of a natural guard, you know, in terms of his body type. I think Shake Milton's going to be a big key for the 76ers. I think he's going to be filling into a Lou Williams role. He may not be a starter, but he will be a finisher for them down the stretch. Uh, Shake Milton is my uh, outside pick there for uh, defense. I mean, uh, for six man of the year. Wow, wow, Shake Milton. If he averages 17 points, I would be, I would be very surprised. Uh, but I, don't, I think it's doable. I think I mean maybe you know if if you go by how he looks in summer league it's doable but you know summer league is summer league 
But uh, yeah, keep me the pushing, man. T, who you got? Not Shake Milton. <laughs> Dark horse, no, but, real. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I like Shake, man. Six five with a seven foot wingspan, man. You can't beat that. I like Shake. That's 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 a. If that comes true, bro, you the man for picking that. I know you know your basketball, so um, it it, it may it may it's a good chance it's, it's going to happen because I, I trust what you say. But uh, I got one for you, and it's a new guy. Well, he's not new, right? He's from Michigan, 2015 ish. But Karis Levert playing behind uh. Kyrie and, and Dinwiddie, the spark off the bench. And that's what Lou Will has been, right? He's always been a scorer off the bench. Um, I guess coming out of college, we didn't think of Karis LeVert as a, a scorer. But he averaged 16 on only 10 shots a game. He's going to average about 15, 16 shots a game this season. And he's going to average around 18, 20. If he can stay around that 19, 20, I – as a six-man, I, I think he's a shoe-in, especially with that team uh, being a dominant team in the East. They're going to go far, and you're going to see his name. Those are going to be primetime games. He's going to get a fan base. Someone might even buy this guy's jersey. So that's my six-man pick. As they say on Twitter, favorite this tweet, man. You can bet on that one. That's a strong, strong pick, bro. Very strong pick. So strong that I think he might play his way out of being in that running. He might end up being in that starting lineup before it's all said and done. Uh, Karis LeVert is a baller, man, no question. Ron, who you rolling with, man? All right, the person I'm rolling with is not based off who I think is going to win the award. It's who I would like to see win this award. And that man is Derrick Rose. Uh, we've all we've all followed Derrick's career, you know what I'm saying? The, he was a superstar at one point. The injury set him back. Um, we're talking about guys that could average, you know, 17, 18 points. I believe he he still got that in him. He has the last few seasons. So if he if he can, you know what I'm saying, stay healthy, give that spark off the bench, I would absolutely love to see him win this award. It's probably an uphill battle for him, but I was a big Derrick Rose guy back in the day, and I would love to see him continue to flourish in his late his later years in the, in his career. Yeah, I like that. Uh, actually, I was thinking about choosing him myself, man, with Killian Hayes coming in and taking that starting job. He rolls definitely going to get a lot of time, man. He's definitely going to get a lot of playing time. And I think that that bodes well whenever you're trying to win the sixth man of the year. Uh, but I'm rolling with a familiar face in that award. I think Lou Williams takes another one. I believe Lou Williams will go down as the greatest sixth man in the history of the NBA when it's all said and done. And I, I do wonder if it's enough, if it's going to be enough, to possibly have a Hall of Fame resume. I mean, when we look at it at the end of the day, Lou Williams is going to have a ton of points. He's going to have, he's going to, he's really, he's honestly, if you're just talking about scoring, he's one of the best scorers in the game right now. The dude comes off the bench and literally heats it up in a moment's notice and will leave with 30 points, 40 points any given night. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm rolling with Lou Williams, man. I don't, like I said, I mean, it's, it's, it would be a long shot for him to make the Hall of Fame. Of course, I'm not, I'm not really championing that. But I do think if you are the greatest six man in the history of the NBA, you know, you deserve some you deserve some sort of recognition for that. Um, shout out to Lou Williams. I think he grabs another one this season. So I'll write a speech for him to get into the Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll, I'll give my <laughs> uh, my 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 Hall of Fame speech for Lou Williams. I, I got a, I got a case for the guy, but not today. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he's just a consistent, consistent scorer, man, off the bench. Like, I wish my team would, would ever <laughs> grab Lou Williams. We need to do it like that. But uh, so, keeping it pushing, man, with the East and West 
Western Conference seedings. I think it gets interesting right here. I'll go ahead and run through mine real quick. Uh, so in the East, number one, I got the Celtics winning the uh, winning the East outright, at least as far as records go. Uh, number two, I got the Nets. I think that the Nets will probably be the best team in the East, but you know it's going to take some time for them to really gel. Uh, number three, I got the Bucks. Number four, I got the Wizards coming in and and, and making a strong push with the, with the with Russell Westbrook newly in D.C. Number five, I got the Heat. Number six, I got the Sixers. Number seven, I got the Raptors. Number eight, I got the Pacers. On the Western Conference side, number one, I got the Lakers. Two Nuggets. Three Clippers. Four Mavericks, five Blazers, six Jazz, seven Warriors barely squeaking in, and eight. I got the Suns. I think the Suns make the playoffs for the first time in a little minute, uh, especially with Chris Paul there, man. It seems like anywhere he goes, they make the playoffs. So I got to put the Suns in that A spot. Uh, Scrub, kicking it to you, man. Who you got? Damn, you went deep. You you actually had them all listed out and everything like that. I just really just came down to it. For me, it came down to uh, who was the best team in the East. And um, I can run down my list real quick, though. Uh, number one, I got the Nets. I think they're going to win regular season, and I think they're going to win the East. Um, I got the Nets, number one. I got the uh, Bucks number two. Um, in terms of regular seeding, I think I got the uh, Sixers, number three. I got the Celtics, number four. I got the um, Heat, number five. I got the Wizards at six. I got the Pacers at seven, and I got the – I can't see past that. But, yeah, that's pretty much my East. Um, <laughs> on the West, I got the <laughs> – doesn't matter who gets the last spot. They're going to they're gonna get bounced anyway. Um, I got the Lakers number one in the West. I think that's a gimme. Um, number two in the West, I got the Denver Nuggets. I think they're going to be a really, really good team this year. I got the Mavericks as the third best seed. I think they're going to elevate themselves. Um, I've got the Phoenix Suns, fourth seed. I got I got them as one of the better teams in the West this year. I think they're going to be a surprise team. I Shit, I almost got them at the three seed, to be honest, or the two seed. I could see them being that good. Um, watch out for the Suns this year. So that's my four seed. Um, also got the um, – I got the Clippers at the five seed. I think they're going to be good, but I don't know how good. I got the um, the Utah Jazz in there at the six seed. I've got the um, Memphis Grizzlies sliding in at the seventh seed, and I got the New Orleans Pelicans closing this out at the eighth seed. I like that. I like that list, man. I like I like you having the Grizzlies in there. John Moran definitely due for a big time season this year. Uh, T, what you what you got, man? Um, uh, it's hard for me to rank them just just yet. I haven't seen enough to be fair, but like, just basically off the off season, um, I'm not even gonna rank. I'm just gonna tell you in the East. I'm gonna tell you, I don't think the Magic are going to the playoffs. They were the AFC last year. I think they're out of there. Um, the Wizards are in, and you said you had the Wizards as the fourth seed. I also have the Wizards as the fourth seed. Um, that's the biggest shakeup because I think the top. Outside of the Nets being in that top three, uh, I think the Bucks, Nets, and probably Celtics round out that top three. I, I'm still not a believer in the Raptors all the way. Um, so that, that's my only shakeup. Same teams, but 
Withers and Magic swap. Magic, you're out. Withers, you're in. And you shuffle the order. Um, so I'm going to go with the West. And uh, I had to write this down a little bit. Um, and again, I, the seating is kind of up in the air for me. But Thunder and Rockets, you're out of there. Bet. Like, <laughs> Thunder, you lost Chris Paul. You're done. Rockets, I don't see a way. I mean, you, you might can force Harden to stay. But I think the best way to Harden for Harden to force himself out, not play, pull a Pippen. I'm hurt. Uh, lose games. Like uh, essentially, you're going to have to. Your fan base is going to get too loud. You're going to have to get rid of them. You get rid of them. I don't care what you get back. It's not the same team. John Wall, Boogie, and I don't care what you get back. You're not going. So get those guys out of there. Who I will put in there though? I'm not putting the Grizzlies in. I'm not. I'm not putting John Moran in there. I'm putting the Suns in there, and I'm putting the Pelicans in there. I think Zion plays more minutes this year. I I, I hope he's in shape by now. <laughs> he had plenty of time. And uh, and it, my my biggest surprise is that I, I don't have the Lakers being the number one seed. I think with the season starting up so soon, you're going to see a lot of low management from LeBron. And that team can't – they just aren't the same team without LeBron. I, I like Anthony Davis, but – it's the Clippers. The Clippers are the number one seed, and that's that. It, it Really, the West is going to come down to the playoffs. And if we get another bubble, who knows what, what's going to happen. But right now, I'm putting the Clippers as my number one seed, and you can rank the rest however you want to rank. I hear that. I hear that. Rome, sound off on these, uh, on these rankings, man. All right. Before I get my rankings, I just want to say, you know, it's crazy hard to predict the NBA right now with another COVID season happening. Um, yeah. You know, so much like our NFL predictions, these could be wildly different halfway through the season. But I'm going to run off uh, the teams I believe will make the playoffs, starting with the East, uh, in no particular order. Uh, I think the Nets will easily be in there. The Bucks, the Raptors, we'll see. The 76ers, the Celtics. I even got the Heat uh, for the East. I definitely got the Wizards getting in there with, with Westbrook. And I'm going to show some love to, to the Pacers, man. I don't know how high up I'm going to have the Wizards. You guys got the Wizards as a fourth seed. I think it's kind of early to predict all that, but it's, it's definitely a possibility. Uh, moving to the West, I think we can definitely definitively say that the Lakers will be the one seed. That that trash T is talking is that's – just, that's just what T does. You know, if, if LeBron's involved, if LeBron's involved, T's got to tear it down. The, the hey. T is capital – but tear down LeBron whenever you can. <laughs> all right, all right. Over, under, over, under LeBron 50 games. Over, under 50. Uh, how many games they play? How many games they play? How many games they play? Doesn't matter how many games they play. Over, under 55. How many did he play last season? You just said 50. You just said 50. The last sentence was 50. This sentence is 55. I'm going to say this, right? However many games LeBron doesn't play, the Lakers probably split those games. So if he misses 30 games, that's 15 L's. All right. <laughs> that's my man. Anyway, man, I got I got I the know. Lakers. I got the Clippers <laughs> out the West. Nuggets, um, Trailblazers, Mavericks, Suns, and the Warriors. Damn. And I'm definitely Jack throwing John Morant in there for the Grizzlies. But make no, mis- make no mistake about it. Lakers are going to be number one. Yeah, I'm tripping, bro. I forgot the Blazers out west. The Blazers definitely going to make the playoffs. And I forgot the Raptors yeah. out east. The, the Raptors definitely going to make the playoffs. I don't know what I was thinking. To get the Pacers out of there. 
For my eighth seed, though, <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm, I'm gonna throw one. I'm gonna throw one. 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 One sneaker out there. Y'all gonna laugh at me. Watch out for the New York Knicks. What? Oh yeah, that's a definitely. <laughs> really watch out for the. Watch out for the New York Knicks potentially getting into the eighth seed. I'm just saying. I'm not uh, especially, if they make the, especially if they make the change in point guard to Emmanuel quickly. I like what I've seen from that kid. Uh, I'm gonna tell ball. you. I'm gonna tell you this right. If if you follow Tom Thibodeau. Uh, just a, he does not play rookies. Quickly is not going to see minutes this this year. So oh, well, they're not going to quickly see their win total as soon as they put quickly in. Right. Or quickly start winning some <laughs> games, bro. Guy, you see, you saw what he did with Jimmy Butler. Like he he's not going to play these young guys. He doesn't trust them, and that quickly is a dog. But see you next year, kid. I feel you on that young player thing. But when you when you when you when you when you when you have an organization that wasn't running functioning properly and then you have somebody with a functional front office put in place that actually brings in quality basketball players then you're actually going to play the quality basketball players not the Todd so Gibsons would, of the world why would you start Burks and Peyton if if you know quickly is the guy I think he's done I think quickly I, to just you go with the fresh blood you, it's just kind of like the Jalen Hurts thing you know you don't know where the spark's going to come from the spark comes from new blood you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't revitalize a franchise bringing in the same guys that have been doing the same old crap for the last couple of years. You, you do it by bringing in fresh blood guys that just want to win. Like you know, you know, it's like when Jordan came to the Bulls, he said, "All oh, these guys out here doing like nonsense." And I, I knew oh, right away God. that I couldn't be rocking. With, I knew right away I couldn't be rocking with them. That's what I'm saying. Like you bringing in, when you have a bad team and you bring in new guys. New guys, are the guys you're looking to lean to, even with the Sixers. You know, we got a new coaching staff, but we got some several people on the team that was out here dogging it. So yeah, like we, the new guys are kind of leading us to a certain extent because they don't they don't know the bullshit that we've been doing for the last every every every, every team brings. I'd rather have guys. a guy like Quickly in there point guard than a guy that's been part of the losing already. Well, I'll tell you one thing about Quickly: if he balls out long enough, the way things are going, he's gonna get a fat contract. It seems like everybody's getting a fat contract in the NBA these days. So our next little segment we're going to do is a good old worth it or not. Nah. I'm going to read out an NBA contract. Y'all tell me if that contract is worth it or not. So uh, first one, Rudy Gobert, Utah Jazz, five years, $205 million extension. Scruff, starting with you, worth it or not, nah, man? Worth it's it. worth it. It's worth it. Uh, best defensive player in the league, uh, you can argue, uh, locks down the post. Um, lockdown. You know, it's worth the money. You got a lead player, yeah, it's worth the money. Quality, T? quality, quality contract. Worth it or not, T? Nah. Again, nah. I'm not. I'm not betting on or paying the Frenchman. Uh, this is a, a NBA about you know what I'm saying small balls, a lot of spacing. It's limited usage. You know what I'm saying. Gobert plays. He doesn't play enough minutes for me to say I'm going to pay pay you this huge deal. Um. Yeah, he doesn't do anything offensively. Are the Jazz a a better team with him? Probably. Will they win? No. I I, I can lose with anybody. That's that's always been my philosophy. I can lose with anybody. So I'd rather try to build a winning team than pay a guy I know we're gonna lose with. He's not yeah, selling jerseys. He's just wanna chip up with AD though. You wouldn't want a guy like Gobert. No, no, hold on. Like we're not AD. we're not we're not about to compare Rudy Gobert to Anthony Davis. Like that's blasphemy. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Davis' kids will be better than Rudy Gobert's kids too. Like we're not about to compare those guys. 
Yeah. One thing thing I'll say, though, the Jazz have been, you know, they've been in the playoffs last couple seasons with, you know, Gobert leading the way. But I do feel you. Wrong. Worth it or not? Hey, man, I'm going to say worth it. I'm going to say worth it real quick. Um, Our defense is kind of lost in the NBA. I'm glad a defensive guy got paid, man. People need to appreciate defensive players a little bit more in the NBA. So I'll definitely say worth it. And as far as T's comments on, on AD just now, man, it's, I guess he's just getting too close to LeBron, man. It, like, like he's getting some of that residual heat now, man. No, like, I like I like AD. <laughs> I like AD. But I, that's what I'm saying. It's blasphemy to compare somebody that, that has no offensive talent to a guy that does it all. We're not – like, that's crazy. You pay AD. It ain't comparing them. It's about matchups. You got to beat the best to be the best, you know, and – if you have, it's like it's like when you have growing up against elite pass rushers in the, in the NFL, you get good offensive line. You need defensive stoppers in the in the NBA. You know, yes, and exactly. Biggs, people people are saying that bigs are not part of the league anymore. But last time I checked, Anthony Davis is probably the best big in the league, and he won the chip last year, right? With a guy that's LeBron, who's six nine. You're gonna plow through the rim with LeBron six nine. You don't need a, you don't get a guy that's gonna be able to sit there and stop that. Dude, there's plenty of bigs are still relevant, man. Do you think do you think LeBron wakes up going into a jazz game worried about Rudy Gobert at the rim? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not at all. He probably <laughs> but I think it's no doubt about it that Rudy Gobert is one of the best defenders in the league. So for that, I'm gonna deem that one worth it. Let's keep it pushing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. We can't keep it pushing this yet. One of the best defenders in the league. How many blocks he average? More than two. Rudy Gobert. Just two. Rudy Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert straps the paint, man. You know why? Because people don't drive on Rudy Gobert like that. It's one of those things, bro. He's in the game. You do. Maybe not LeBron, but everybody's not LeBron, you know. And you do got to be aware of Rudy Gobert when he's in the game. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, playing defense is definitely more about getting blocks or steals, in my personal opinion. Rudy Gobert and and Jared Allen are interchangeable, bro. No, they're not. No, they're not. Rudy Gobert is a far better defender than Jared Allen, bro. Rudy Gobert, first of all, is 7'3". I mean, Jared Allen might be 7'1", but, bro, Rudy Gobert has like a 7'9", 8'2", wingspan. But he moves. He moves like he can get to the perimeter and guard 1 through 5. Not for long stretches, but for short stretches in the game. I've seen it happen. I've seen him switch off and be okay out on the perimeter. He can move. He's very nimble for that size that he has. I like Rudy Gobert, man. Don't let's not let's not <laughs> shit on Rudy Gobert too hard, bro. He's definitely one of the best defenders in the league, if not the best. And he's back to back even the players of the year. You don't just get those on accident. I'm I'm sorry, not maybe one on accident, but back to back, you don't get that on accident. Man. He gets my respect. Let's get let's get let's get to some of these smaller contracts, but they, I don't know. It's still big money if you ask me. Luke Kennard, man, four years. Sixty-four million dollars, man. Just a week ago, the coach didn't even couldn't even recall his name. Now they're paying him four years, sixty-four million dollars for the Clippers. Uh, Scruff, worth it or not? Nah, nah, not at all. Um, it's just it's just a glowing rate for guys that can shoot the ball. Um, Lonzo Ball didn't get an extension. That the, the the name Luke Kennard being on the list when guys like Lonzo Ball, John Collins did not get extensions. Is the more notable reason why I'm saying nah. So, nah. Yeah, I feel like a part of that might be the guys like that want big time, max dollars, you know what I'm saying? But 
You make you bring up a good point. How is he, how is this guy getting an extension? I don't know. It's a lot of money. 16 million a year almost, I think. Huh? That's a lot. Uh maybe 17. I don't know. But T, what you think, man? Um I think I like it. Uh the the biggest problem is like you could have tried to pay Montrez Hurl maybe to keep him. But you you went with a score. You went with a guy that can play basketball. I like Luke Kennard's game. Um, he's a guy you can't speed up. And to me, that's like the ultimate measure of a basketball player offensively. Like, he does what he wants out there. So, I like the deal. I, I think it gives him a good option um, going into the playoffs. And uh, honestly, right, that's the type of guy that wins you big-time playoff games. Like, when you talk about LeBron making the right pass, which I don't think was the right pass, but – you make the right pass to Luke Kennard. I'm trusting Luke Kennard. I'm not, not, not necessarily trusting Danny Green, but yeah, he's one of those types. You know what I'm saying? Luke Kennard and Danny Green, he's an essential role player. And to win, you have to have those guys. At. I'm paying him. All right. All right. Wrong. Luke Kennard worth it or not? Man. It's a nah for me, man. Uh, when you pay guys certain amounts of money, you got to look at the production. You got to look at the production, man. And and does my man really give you enough production to say that I want to give you 64 over the next four years? No. I mean, and, and T, you make a good point on, like, you know, you pass him the ball, he might make the shot. You know, he's there when you need him. He does the right thing. He's a nice little role player or whatever. But is that is that worth this contract? I got to say nah. Man, I didn't even know he was on the Clippers the whole time. Man, remember I'm going to do like a Landry Shaman, a league minimum contract. He's just as productive. You know what yeah, I mean? nah, yeah. just me. Nah, I, I, I don't know, man. You're making a good point there, too, Scrub. I think this is ridiculous money for Luke Kennard, in my opinion. I got to go nah. <laughs> I mean, we talking about a guy averaged seven points in Detroit as a rookie, nine points in next year. Yeah. He averaged 15 last season, but that was only in 28 games played. We talk about small sample size, very small sample size. And last year, averaging that 15 points, he did not shoot over 40% from three. I mean, you're getting $16 million. I'm so I'm expecting at least a 40% shooter if that's what if that's what you're you know kind of build as. I like Luke Kennard's game. I think he has room to grow, but uh, I mean, uh, it's a lot of money for Luke Kennard, especially like 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 you guys said, John, guys like John Collins not getting extended. It's tough. It's tough. But you know, hey, they got money to go around in the league. So uh, next man, another guy that can shoot at least coming out he can shoot. I don't know. He hasn't shown his offensive game too much recently, but uh, Jonathan Isaac. Four years, $80 million with the Orlando Magic. I'll start with this one. I got to go nah. I got to go nah, man. I, I, I like Jonathan Isaac. I think there's another guy that they're banking on the potential with, that they see max player potential, and he just hasn't really just starting to scratch that service. So if he reaches his potential, yes. You know, he's already shown to be a solid defender on this level, but the offensive game just hasn't translated the way I thought it would. I thought this guy would be a nightmare coming out of Florida State. He just hasn't been that – uh, Scruff, worth it or not? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Some things you just can't teach, bro. That's one thing I look for in a player. There's certain things you can't teach, man. And one thing you can't teach about Jonathan Isaac is having that length. Uh, Seven-plus foot wingspan, kid 6'11". He can play either forward spot. He shoots the ball well. He's a stretch player. Uh, he's lanky. He's built like Kevin Durant. He's built like Brandon Ingram. Uh, much like Brandon Ingram, I think he's going to take a few le- years to develop into his best self. I think Orlando is a great place to grow. Um, you know, it's a great place to start, you know, flourishing. And I think he'll eventually get there. I like the fact that Orlando's invested in their youth. But, yeah, you can't teach 6'11 with a jumper like that. So 
I'm still holding out hope. And I think 23, maybe think he, you know, if he thinks he's been in the league for a couple of years, yeah. But, you know, the kid's only 23. I think we give him like two more years to really keep flourishing. And I think he'll be a potentially an all star talent. I still got hope for the kid. Okay. Okay. That's a slow grind, though, man, to see all star talent to you. That would be what? Five years in the league by then? Ah, oh, man, I just – I don't know if I if I see that happening. T, worth it or not? It's worth it. You know why? Because a lot of people didn't see the potential in Giannis either when he when he came into the league. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something about Jonathan Isaac. I just took a scrap line. Um, Jonathan Isaac averages more blocks and more steals than Rudy Gobert, and you guys are mentioning him, you know, as a potential defensive player of the year. This guy can defend. He's – 6'11", like Scruff said, man, long arm, plays either forward. He can defend multiple positions. I would say he's more versatile of a defender than Rudy. So I'm a little confused at why you don't want to pay the guy. I'm going to pay the guy and try to see if I can build my franchise around him. I'm going to roll the dice on him over locking in a seven-foot Frenchman. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's the eleven points, or maybe it's just the six rebounds at six eleven. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's those things that where I'm not super sold on Jonathan Isaac yet. <laughs> but uh, Rome, worth it or not? I'm kind of torn. I want to say nah, but like I said earlier, uh, I like I like it when defensive guys get paid. I feel like he still he, he still needs to show more on the offensive side. You know, you guys kind of just alluded to that. Uh, he hasn't really reached his potential on the offensive side. But as far as a defender, man, he's he's been solid. So I like I like the idea of defensive guys getting paid in the NBA. Um, will what the problem is, man, is the NBA you got to score. So with a contract like that, you you got to start putting up points. Will he? You know what I mean? Will he reach that potential? Like it's it's nice to say uh, he's in what his fourth year now. So I mean, it, it, it's time. It's time. You know what I mean? Like this is the year to start to start showing me something. Rudy averaged really points. I don't get it. Rudy right, then, 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 then you gotta Rudy then you gotta be more dominant on defense. All right. No, Rudy like, 16, I'm lying. He averaged about 15 and 13. So you're right. You're right, Bryce. How many rebounds he average? He averaged 13 and a half off the top of my head. So 15, 15 yeah, and 13. So, the 15 and 13. So now so Andre Drummond, but but he's worth peanuts in the league for some reason. So that's because know, we don't, don't need how. we don't need centers anymore. No, that's because the Drummond is about spacing. Drummond doesn't always play within himself either. Rudy Gobert always plays within himself, man. He knows you, don't notice, you don't even notice he's out there sometimes. And he, but he's always he's getting 13, 14 rebounds every time. Sometimes you don't even know he's out there because he comes sometimes with those big guys, when they're doing too much, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Right? How often do you see that happening to Gobert, man? Not too often. Not too often. But yeah. keeping it pushing, man. Next uh next one. OG Ananobi. I'll start with this one again, man. OG Ananobi with four years, $72 million to stick with the Raptors. That is worth it to me. Uh, I've been a big OG fan since uh, since his Indiana days. I was I was torn up when he tore up his knee, man. Yeah, that was my guy in Indiana. I was just sure that he was going to be a dog. Uh, that set him back a little bit. Had an injury in the league as well. Set him back a little bit. But I think we saw in the big moments, man, last season in the bubble, he hit that clutch shot. That was worth something. That shot alone was going to get him paid. So uh, I, I do think that OG Ananobi is worth it. Huge ceiling and, a, and an extremely high floor. With the, As high as the ceiling is, his floor is just as high. So, well, not just as high, but his floor is extremely high. So I, I like that a lot about OG. Uh, Scruff, worth it or not? Not really my cup of tea. I'll pass on him. 
Um, he's a decent player, man. I, I, I could see that. I just don't see the upside that I see in, like, a guy like Isaac. So, you know, no for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I respect that. I, I see more upside in the OG, but, you know, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm just kind of high on this guy. Uh, T, worth it or not? I mean, I'm going to say yeah. I mean, the guy averages something like 10 and 5, man. So, so you know, it's – Similar to the Luke Kennard deal, he's a blue guy. Um, but I think his value to that franchise is worth that contract. So I'm going to say, yeah, I don't know if he turns into a super max player ever. Um, but he's valuable and you pay a guy what he's worth to your team, what he's worth to your fan base sometimes. So, good, you know, shout out to OG, man, the British Nigerian. That's a great about as good as Jake Crowder in this career. But I think he made a great Yo, when you say you pay a guy what he's worth to your team, I think that is very, very key right there, man. Sometimes you you see guys get paid and it looks crazy, but the deal ends up working for that team. Then that same guy goes to a different spot and it don't work out because that just wasn't his spot to shine at, you know? Uh, Great point. Great point with that. Uh, Wrong. OG Ananobi, worth it or not? Man, T kind of just made the, the be-all, end-all point, man. Uh, you, you pay the guy what he's worth for your team, bro. So I honestly got to say worth it based off that alone, right? Like, I personally don't like what I see. Like, I, I want to say nah, but, like, he fits with this team. Like, like the reason that he's getting this contract is based off what he's done with this team. I don't know if he, he gets this contract on another team. So I can't say that it's not worth it if, if he has continued success uh, with Toronto. So yeah. I'm going to say worth it. I'm going to add a a quick little point, right? You know, you have a smaller market. Toronto isn't the – it's not a small market, but it's like a medium market. It's not L.A. and New York, Miami maybe. But I feel like when you reward – like those teams that aren't in the big markets, when you reward guys for playing good and being good players, being good guys on and off the floor, that's how you can help get free agents, right? That means you can come in and just do your job. And, and make a way for your family. And I think that means a lot, you know what I'm saying? So that's potentially Toronto can get the next good free agent based off, all right, well, we know they take care of their people. Similar to the Mavericks. You know Mark Cuban's going to take care of you. I mean, that goes – that really goes across all sports, man. I think more franchises should should look at it in that way. Um, pay that homegrown talent, man. Pay those guys that have been rocking on your team. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more with those. I couldn't agree more with any of those, man. I, I feel like that's where sport, at least that's where the NBA got to get back to because a team that's been together, that knows each other, that all came up together, they're going to beat, they're gonna eventually going to start yeah. being these super teams that just get put together in a year or two. And uh, once that happens, you guys know how it's a copycat league, man. Everyone will start trying to build a team all of a sudden. So we'll see that. We'll see that circle come back around. Uh, last one, guys. And this one. You know, this this one brings a smile to my face to get to say it, man. This guy's been through a lot. Markel Fultz with the Orlando Magic getting three years, $50 million. Proud of him, man. Definitely worth it if you ask me. Scruff, worth it or not? It is 100% worth it. It's the best It's the best signing of the bunch. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, some people are late bloomers. Um, Markel Fultz is one of those guys. Um, some people are guys that – shrivel up into um, adversity and never bounce back. Markel is not one of those guys. Markel is not a spotlight guy. He's in the perfect situation when he was brought into Orlando. He had a really rough, rough go in Philly. I'm not saying Philly fans was rough to him. 
Philly fans gave this man more rope than they've ever given a man ever. Period. So, like, it wasn't on Philly fans. It was just a rough go for the kid. The kid basically forgot how to shoot. Now, with that being said, even without being able to shoot, he was still able to put a triple-double together in his first career season just to show you his talent. So that's the thing. You say you can't teach certain things. What you can't teach about Markel Fultz is his size, his speed, um, the way he can get attacked the basket, the way he his basketball IQ, the way he makes the whole offense run. When you get him a guy, a guy like that on the court, the whole offense moves because he attacks the basket and the, and the defense goes with him. You know, uh, quality player. I think he's a, he's a starting NBA point guard. I, I still I like him better than Lonzo Ball on draft night. And even though Lonzo Ball had a better start to his career, I can say that they're probably on the same level now. And I'd say he's right up there. Uh, I still think he has the best chance to be the best point guard in this draft, in that draft class. Uh, I'd say De'Aaron Fox is that guy right now still. But I'd say Markel Fultz is right there behind him. Um, I like Orlando locking up the young talent. I like Markel Fultz. I like Jonathan Isaac. I'm happy. I'm really happy about this move. I think he'll have a big year this year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Was uh, who, What draft class was that? You said Lon- that was – Markel and who else was in that draft? Markel, Alonzo, De'Aaron Fox. That was also the same year as Jason Tatum. That was I don't think that was Lonzo though. I think that was uh yeah, De'Aaron Fox. Okay, yeah. So I think yeah, Lonzo, right De'Aaron Fox, Markel, same draft. So was Trey Young in that draft? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. All right, all right, okay, okay. I'm tripping. Well, yeah, no, nah, I, I think you bring up some good points though, man. Uh, you know, Markel was definitely a late bloomer, and sometimes it'd it be like that. <laughs> Uh, T, worth it or not? It's worth it, man. It's actually a genius deal. And um, this is how franchises really pull themselves out of the the bottom. Like, your young talent, the guys, you know what I'm saying, you, the guys you draft and then the guys you bring in, he, they bring them in as a young player. And three years is the perfect amount of time to know what Markel is going to be. And shout out to him for getting paid because, like you said, in Philly, man, he, he had a lot of things going on. Um, he figured it out in Orlando, and he's now starting to become the, the guy he's going to be. But at the same time, they didn't draft Cole Anthony for no reason. So with that being said, it, it really makes perfect sense, right, because Cole's on a rookie contract. By the time you understand exactly who Markel is, you're going to know if it's time to pay Cole. And mm-hmm. you're, you're betting on one of them, right? So if, if Cole develops, great. If, if, if Markel develops, great. If they both develop, you have two super dynamic guards that can do everything you want on offense. Um, then you just locked up your, your, your defender, Isaac. I mean, I, I think Orlando is three or four years away from um, being in contention talk. Maybe not a title run, but being in contention talk. I like what they're doing down there. Uh, Florida's a fun state, so I, I like it. I like it. Pay the guy. Shout out to him. He's he from the crib. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wrong. Worth it or not? Man, this is an easy one, man. This is definitely worth it. I honestly think they, they got a, got him on a deal. I mean, if you look at what they're paying him, if he reaches his potential, hey, they got a good a good little deal here, man. And T really just alluded to the, the inner workings of how they could make this work out, man. So I'm this is this is the easiest one on the list, man. This is definitely worth it. All right, yeah. All right. I think we all in agreement on that one, man. Markel Fultz, shout out to the kid, man. Philly tried to ruin his shot. Philly fans talking about he <laughs> forgot how to shoot after they tried to ruin him. But uh, actually, 
I'm going to clear the air on that. I was actually an AAU trainer, apparently from around y'all way, that fucked his shot up. Don't try to blame it on us. He was just fine that, during the summer league. He was just fine during the summer league. Then he, he went back home. AAU coaches. Y'all DMV trainers jacked him all the way up. I'm not even I think I think there's so much more to that story that will probably – Come out when our kids are adults, but uh, age thirty can cannot destroy your shot that bad. It's one thing to change the mechanics, and you and you can you can't hit right. You're off. It's another thing when you you got a hitch. <laughs> you, know you can't get the ball up. Like, hey, go ahead. Perfect evolution of the beards. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one, man. Oh, man. I'm I'm stage one. I'm nah, I'm stage one. I, like one. Nah, nah. You got to be two. Me, Bryce, down the T. I don't even think you're. I don't even think you're involved in this. All right, good. I'm, I'm like I'm like level. <laughs> you're I'm like level, level three, ten, man. If I if I straighten this thing, like T's like the last boss on the video game. The last little bit. I don't want to catch you with no Beijing. If it's a beer yeah. video game, Tita Lea, Tita last one you got to go up against. But, uh, sense, yeah. hey, man, what y'all, y'all want to get into some more topics? How y'all feeling, man? Y'all want to keep it pushing? Or? I, think, uh, I, yeah. I, think, I think we need to hit uh, rookie of the year. Was that was that one? Rookie of the year, that's actually a real good one we should have talked about, man. Rookie of the year. Way. I'm, nah, I'm, rolling with, I'm rolling with y'all know who I'm rolling with, man. I know who I'm rolling Mello, with too. man. I'm rolling with Mellow Ball. You guys, I, I thought we skipped it for that. I, everybody's rolling with Lamelo, right? I'm Probably not. not T. What? Hey, go ahead. <laughs> you ain't got me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not rolling with Lamelo Ball, and I figured you guys would say that, right? And and I like what I seen out of Lamelo Ball. Um. He, he threw one of the best passes I've seen in a long time lately. It was an absolute dime. Um, Cole Anthony could be in the running for rookie of the year and also six man of the year. That's another dark horse six man of the year guy because he's going to play a lot of minutes. But my rookie of the year is going to be James Wiseman. Uh, I don't know. Did you see him tonight? He looked good tonight. See, so, so did I you see him tonight? Look, I didn't get to watch the game because uh, you know, time. But I'll say this: I looked at the stat line, and what I saw was production and kind of limited minutes. But he was only minus ten on the plus minus. Out of all the starters, he was minus ten. Everybody else was minus twenty five, minus twenty eight, which tells me when he was in the game, something was working. So something he, was happening. He, he right was in for that. a lot of garbage time, though. He was in for a lot yes, of time. Yes, that was it. He, he, he was playing against. We were off the floor, and they kept was playing against Nets. They kept playing against Nets. Yeah, he did, but he was the yeah. only he was the only starter that played down the stretch when the Nets were playing their third stringers. But, but I will that's, say he had the confidence. He had the confidence to take and miss shots, and I think that's a, a thing I look for early with rookies. You know, because confidence is everything in the NBA. I mean, you hear the players say it, you hear coaches say it. You gotta have the confidence to put him up, and I think, uh, like we just talked about, Markel, that was a part of his problem early on. You know, the confidence, the confidence thing, and uh, that's one thing I saw from Wiseman tonight. He's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid of the fact that he's not running from the fact that he was number one pick. And uh, another guy that I see being a dark horse, you know, candidate is my guy Denny Abdia from uh, from from the Wizards. 
I'm not gonna say that you know Denny's is gonna run away with it, but then he's gonna be a starter. He's starting at the three for the Wiz. He's gonna be in a lot of open looks from Russell Westbrook. Denny Abbey can play positions one through three. He can play some point guard. He's he's got a nice touch around the rim. Nice shot. Don't be surprised if the if the, if the Israeli ball takes it home. Hey, I like I like that as a dark horse. Let me throw my dark horse out there. Uh, Devin Vassell Vassell, um, Florida State kid. Um, is Greg Popovich with another guy that looks like he potentially could be a Kawhi type of guy, man. A, a three and D that actually could score offensively as well, and. You can't. You're not gonna keep Pop out of the out of the playoffs and all that, but for so long. I think I think he got a perfect Spurs guy. He's gonna get a lot of minutes. So that's that's a guy you should watch out for because you, you know people might be buying his jersey sooner or later. Shoot, I'll throw out uh, another name out there, and you already know I'm gonna say Tyrese Maxey. He's gonna be in the rotation early. Uh, already said from early, we got the early vote of confidence from Coach Rivers. He said he's gonna be in the rotation. He earned it already. He's already putting up good numbers. Yep, I like. It. So what we at with it, Bryce? Oh, that's that. That's it. That's it for our uh, for our NBA predictions, man. But if y'all got if y'all got one more in you, we we can we can we can we can switch we can switch topics. Get back to some culture topics. It's getting a little late, but I'm with it if you guys are. All I want y'all to know is when y'all get y'all six hundred dollars stimulus checks, <laughs> go ahead and go to <laughs> go ahead and go to goodassports.com. <laughs> Get you a get you a get you a gas hat with your stimmy. You feel me? $30 each, six hundred dollars. That means you could get like at least like twenty hats. Oh, okay. <laughs> do it. I say do it. Why not? It's only six hundred. They only gave you six hundred to last you on the stimmy. It's ridiculous, man. Stimmy. I seen a joint on online. It was like it was like it was like me after I get my six hundred dollars stimulus check, and he was holding the check. And there was a sign that was like six hundred tacos for six hundred dollars, and it was like, oh, like that shit sounds pretty good. I ain't gonna hold you, dog. Yeah, man. Everybody already telling people how to spend their checks, man. One thing I will say though, um, public service announcement to everybody out there listening and getting y'all stimulus checks. Don't let nobody guilt y'all into telling y'all how y'all should spend y'all money, man. Spend that however you feel right, man. We at the end of times, possibly. You know what I'm saying? We had a tough year. You know what I'm saying? However the fuck you want to spend it, spend it. You want to go to the strip club and put it on the strippers? Be my guest. You feel me? Who who the hell is telling somebody how to spend six hundred dollars? It ain't it ain't that many options. The same people. Well, nah, people. The people people on LLC Twitter out here telling people to start a business. You need to go out and start a business, develop a skill. Then you got the forex people. The forex people, them just they like the new uh. It's like the new pyramid, the new Vima. They out here at Forex. You know, how, <laughs> you know how much content you could get on OnlyFans for six hundred dollars? Yeah, on OnlyFans, uh, all year. How many? How many people are gonna I be OnlyFaning their money away? That's six hundred dollars. That I might drop my whole stimmy on Only. Matter of fact, ladies, drop your OnlyFans in the comments. I'm gonna drop my whole stimmy on, the, on OnlyFans, yo. Let's get it. Stimmy's coming <laughs> out. Six hundred dollars. How many people are going to be spending? I'm, I, maybe I am going to tell people how to spend their money. But if you want to spend that $600 on the PlayStation, maybe? Like, is that what people are going to do? Hey, you you do exactly what, what Uncle Sam wants you to do. Put that thing right back in the economy. Scruff, Scruff's like, I'm working, for, I'm working for the man tonight. Go get you a PlayStation. Nah, I'm, not, I'm just saying. That's what people are going to do. I just know what people are going to do. 
what am I going to do? Y'all want to really hear what I'm going to do with the $600? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend like I don't even got it. All right, cool. You want to give me money? That's fine. I'm just going straight into my savings, right into my investments. You want to hear some good investments? I'm not a financial advisor or nothing like that, but Airbnb stock just went public. It's a good buy right now. I just bought a whole shitload of that. Airbnb oh, hey, stock. Y'all right hey, talking about it's, stocks. It's the, what, future, it's the future of the hotel industry. The hotel industry is about to potentially go under. Let me know the stock a little bit, but come on, bro. Airbnb, it's like it's like the Amazon stock. Get in now. Let me know how, when how OnlyFans goes public. That that's what like you need to put stock in. Video share. Woo! Hey, OnlyFans go public. They better break off all the all the content creators. <laughs> a little piece of that. They need some. They need some of that. They need some of that money, man. They need some shares. Oh, they're getting the money. They're getting. They got plenty of money. The girls out there. Shares, man. Them girls made it what it is. I don't know, y'all know, y'all know somebody asked Cash, and she's she living like a millionaire right now. <laughs> Ralph, you make a good point, man. I was just reading an article about how uh, people put their life savings into Tesla. Um, not even their life savings in some situations, and now they are Tesla nears. That's what they're labeling them as. So yeah. when you when you know something is, is working, roll the dice. If anybody wants to roll the dice on gas... <laughs> we're not publicly traded yet, but if if, if we were publicly traded, that would be a good stock. It would be a good stock. No, no, but, no. Um, they, they, they give a straight up investment. Straight up investment. Shark tankers. You know what I'm saying? We'll give you. We'll give yeah, you three, we we take angels. We'll give you 3%. We take angel investors. Yeah, we'll give you three percent. Nah, we take angel investors. You, you hit the inbox. You know what time it is. But I would say, to a T set. Don't 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 put it all in one stock, man. You know, spread that thing out. But just invest in the future, man. You know. Airbnb, PayPal, you know, companies, gas, you know, like companies yeah. that are built towards the future that are going to be here hey, for a long time. I made some the services, good money. you know, that you already take advantage and use. I made some good money investing in uh, Moderna. You, you probably heard Pfizer. about Pfizer. making the vaccine. Moderna Pfizer. has their own vaccine. I invested in Moderna around $60 or so. It's around $130, $140. Made a decent amount of money. Uh, sometimes, sometimes when you see it, you just got to. You know what I'm saying? Make, make the choice. You know what I'm saying? Just go yeah, in. Use your brain, y'all. Use your brain. You know, I invested Sometimes in Zoom. Sometimes it is a layer. Take the layer. I invested in Zoom just, just because, like, I was already working from home before uh, before the pandemic. I was like, yo, Zoom is, like, Zoom is in. Like, and then, boom. Like, four universities are being run on Zoom. We don't went from stock tips to, to you know, sports for the coach to the stock tips. I like yeah, it. Who's got it all, man? Who got it all, You want to know how to spend y'all 600, you know? Y'all got it. Y'all can have 30 reps. We have 20 gas hats. Hey, tune stock. in next week for the gas cooking class. You know, we'll teach you how to chef it up. My boy Scruff, I don't know if y'all see him on IG. My man T be cooking it up too, man. I, I'm pretty sure, Bryce, you, you posted some bomb-looking teriyaki wings, man. Like, we'll start hitting y'all off with the with the cooking ingredients. <laughs> we got it all the gas, man. This is a one-stop shop, man. We like Walmart over here. We the Walmart <laughs> in the sports industry. But now, hey, another hey, great man. episode, fellas. Uh, you got some else to add to you? Nah, I was gonna say, man. Uh, I, I I should do a a cooking a cooking article, man. I, I give you some playoff recipes. I got you. That's coming up. Look out. You know what I'm saying? Look out for that. Pictures and all that. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you. I'm gonna walk you through your playoff uh, food list. You know what I'm saying? How to how to how to grub right while your team losing. <laughs> that's lit that's lit i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to that man but yeah another another great episode man in the books what is this episode 36 fellas we we, we flying through them man we flying through them it's lit appreciate everybody for watching as always 
Hey, Ron, what am I leaving out, man? Where, where can the people find us? Hey, man, you got if you got an iPhone, Android, whatever you got, any kind of tablet, man, you can download that app. That's the Gas Sports Network app. It is available everywhere. It's got the podcast, the articles, anything that you can think of that we put out. It's all fire. Definitely hit that five-star button. Give us the rating and all that. Yeah, man. Y'all know how we leave each and every episode. Good old sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. Yes, sir.